You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. And welcome to Ring Post Radio, the only show that after doing seven weeks of audio, seven weeks, seven hours of audio, <laughs> seven hours of audio, we are back yet again for another episode for your uh, kind ear holes. I'm Ryan19. With me, as always, is the uh, Dr. Disrespect cosplayer, Scotty Edwards. Scotty, how are you doing today? I'm very tired. You look cool. You look cool. You can't if you're not Thanks. listening to the not watching the video version. You definitely, you know, you're definitely rocking the shades. It's closer. It's closer. It's closer. You're rocking the shades. Uh, you're rocking the uh, the headband. I'm rocking the shades because I, I have bags under my bags on my eyes because you got, you got I'm sub-bag. so tired. You got sub bags. I slept. I slept for like maybe an hour and 45 minutes before stardom show learned learned that the pre-show wasn't airing at 3 30 <laughs> so i was just sitting there for 30 minutes i played god of war naturally I was sick at 3 30 and then at four o'clock the show started um the show went a little long because they did like this 20 minute segment introducing us to all the actresses and Momo Kogo that are trying to be Mayu Iwatani in her movie. That was fun. That was great. That was so long. I wanted to cry. Uh, Yuri, by the way, walking away with that. She dressed up just like Mayu. Mm-hmm. It was actually impressive. Um, I didn't know Mayu was and getting a then, movie. Yeah, she's getting a movie about her life because she's Mayu Iwatani, bitches. She's a goat. Shut up. You can, anyone that disagrees with me can just log off now um anyways uh, that's you're, not true don't log, said, don't log her off just give me just give me who your goat is and then i'll tell you why you're wrong that's actually way more entertaining to me yeah anyway that's, that's, that's pure audio right there that's pure audio yeah. gold right there yeah so i watched all the show ended at about you know 7 15 mm-hmm. you know not too shabby and then but we, there was uh... no way i walked right into bed and fell asleep I didn't fall asleep probably till 730, 745. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ryan, I don't know if you know this, but I had to be up an hour and 15 minutes later to record this. And obviously we're starting a little late because sure. I literally looked at my phone. I said, oh, look, he sent the link. And I just sat there in pain. <laughs> as I said, I will get out of this bed. I will. I will get on this podcast and we will succeed. But, but, but. I'm not going to do it without having to fight to do it. Yeah. So ultimately what I'm saying is I have fought to be on here today. <laughs> I have sunglasses on because I am tired and the light hurts. I have a headband on because my hair is hideous, <laughs> but I'm here because it's dedication because for some reason I said, no, I need to record for an eighth or ninth hour with Ryan this week. That's what I said. That's what I said. So hello, everybody. It's been a long week. It has been a long week. Yeah. And if you cannot, if it's not coming off completely, Scotty is, uh, 
What, you, what, I, that was, what did you say? Three hours of sleep. A little spicy this morning. A little spicy this morning. Which well, just well spicy. We'll just make the takes all the more better. I think. Thankfully, I'm not going out today. Mm-hmm. So you, I mean, currently you look like you're going out on the town. I don't know. I, you know, well, I'm not. Um, <laughs> I am gonna. Re- I will. I will probably rest the entire day, and that will be great. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, I'm glad you're here with us, Scotty. And you know, um, it, you know, you are. You've always been the trooper. You've always been the trooper of both Stardom Wrestling and Ring Post Radio. I would say. Listen, listen. Dedication to Stardom mm-hmm. for reasons I may never fully understand, but. I'm told I have a press pass when I get to Japan. I said, that's awesome. That's a long time away, but that's awesome. So someday, one, one of these someday days, this will all be worth it. One of these days, you and I are going to travel to Japan, travel to Tokyo. We'll do the, we'll do uh Russell kingdom and we'll do uh start have a show around Russell kingdom. I feel like they do typically. Yeah. The, 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 they have an official show now, which I will get to later. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Like an official branded show which is very exciting. Very exciting. As uh, someone that desperately wanted them to have a branded show every single year that people can go to. Yeah, it feels on the like, same date. It feels like uh between that and then like them expanding their touring uh around yeah. the around Japan, definitely feels like they're taking on like the new Japan model of uh business i guess and yeah except they have such a better roster because i don't have to see toriano wrestle so how dare or you chase fucking owens or or bad luck folly great guy here but terrible wrestler um or you know i'm not gonna keep naming people <laughs> i got unblocked by tamatonga the other day i was so happy you got unblocked congratulations yeah it's like this guy must have saw that i said nothing bad about him and he was like you know what this guy's cool or he just unblocked a bunch of people. That also was probably what happened. He's a face now, so he has to unblock people and interact. Hey, man, I never said anything bad about Tomatonga. If anything, I, I gave him credit. Yeah. Not as much credit as you did for that evil match, but I gave him credit. going <laughs> to go down as Ryan's match of the year. I hope everyone knows that. It's gonna be, yeah, it's going to be my, uh, when I submit my VOW poll results for match of the year. It's going to be it's number gonna be this top 10. It's going to be amazing. It'll be number 10. <laughs> it's going to be number 10. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll keep my eye out for it on the thing. I'm like, who? And people are going to be like, who voted for Tamatonga versus Evil? I'll be like, that's that's my man Ryan right there, baby. What's the VOW thing? It's like Village of Sadness or something where it's like a match gets one vote. <laughs> it's gonna one be- vote, and I think it's. I think it's one vote, and it's like the tenth pick. Yeah. So it's like literally one vote. Yeah. It's uh, Tom and Tom versus Evil Baby. God, now I have to get. Now I have to live up to that gimmick. That's the problem. Is now that that's been set in stone. That's that's my gimmick. Rest of the year. I mean, my you could just enjoy more wrestling. That would be okay. I'll enjoy wrestling. Isn't that a, a company? Isn't that a company? I did enjoy wrestling. I think it's run by MV Young. I believe. I don't know. Hear about that more on Indie Waters, on Independent Waters. Uh, anyways, we got a big, sh- not really a big show, kind of a not you a know, big show at all. Couldn't be less of a big show, right? In terms of wrestling, a light week, I would say. Um, you know, we had uh, it was basically a news-driven week. So if you haven't listened to our CM Punk conversation, we had to, did a two-hour bonus episode on Thursday. So that episode out talking all that news, talking all that timelines um between scotty and i so that was the real talker 
talker point and you know we gave two hours to that com- that topic uh so without that you know, it turns out it was a lighter week without that news but uh to supplement that uh we do still have some stuff we're going to talk about nxt worlds collide we're going to talk about stardom give a five star update we haven't done that in a while uh but then we also have a bunch of questions from the audience uh for us to answer scotty so i think that should be pretty fun for us today What are you doing? Sorry, I'm, so I'm doing this thing. Like in my head, <laughs> I'm not saying it loud. But I'm like NXT. NXT. <laughs> Is that what you're doing? As soon as your hand, you're just like like, like, all, like all the stupid sheep that go <laughs> to all those shows and just are so loud and so obnoxious because they want to get themselves over. I like the dynamic of this show can range from early morning Scotty of no sleep, where you're just like more punchy and stuff, to yeah. to like a normal show. To then the other end is it's super late and I'm drinking wine and I'm slightly drunk during the show. Mm. Like th- those are mm. our those are our extremes. I just want to say that twenty uh, year old Roxanne Perez is ten times better than like forty year old Madison Rain. All right, continue. There we go. Now we're talking. Here we go. As someone that had to watch TV matches featuring both of them this week, it's not even close. Well, and they both had someone a lot better than them wrestling against them. So that that tells you all you need to know. That's true. Speaking about um, wrestlers that are better than everybody else, CM Punk, we got a little slight news update. (laughs) (laughs) uh, News update. We obviously talked about a bunch of stuff, but it was official. What? Yeah, what's up? I'm going to cut you off here. Already? All right. First news topic. You're cutting me off. Who is your favorite wrestler of all time? Of all time? Yeah. Uh, well, I can, I can, of course, you know me, I can consult the, t- the news, the notebook and it will tell me what my answer is. Um, that, just cause you like their matches doesn't mean they're their favorite of all time. I would, I, the problem is, is that hate their matches, but, you know. I might, I have to like, I haven't really thought about it too hard for a long while. I would have said Walter, uh, I don't know who that is. <laughs> well, that's the problem. I would have said, well, a year ago I would have said Walter. Nowadays, some respect on Guta's name. Nowadays, I I don't I don't necessarily know because I can still be Guta. Can still be. I mean, that match at Clash of the Castle was pretty good. Uh, yeah, the the trios that they had on SmackDown weren't too bad. I I didn't see that. I'm glad. I'm, I was I was I was hoping they would do a trios match. I want to go check yeah, that out. Right into it. They should probably do it again. They probably should. Like, yeah, it was really good. But James so, also is like the most over person wrestling all of a sudden. It's hilarious. I mean, that's a good thing. So I would say probably Gunta, probably Walter. Gunta. That would probably be my number one pick nice. that I can think of. I honestly had no clue who it, you were gonna tell me. I was gonna say I was gonna say Madison Rain. That was gonna be my answer. You couldn't have lied that badly, dude. I would have asked you to name three matches of hers that you enjoyed, and you would have been done. Uh, here we go. Layla Gray, Jade Cargill, Serena <laughs> Deeb. I love all her AW matches, yet you lied. <laughs> Alright, move on. <laughs> what is this show? Um, so we got official confirmation. Anytime from- we don't have a lot of topics is the show that I just go off on tangents. Yeah. So you're in big trouble. I gotta work I'm hard. exhausted, so it's even worse. I'm going to work hard today. So CM Punk is an officially underwent surgery earlier this week for a torn left tricep uh, that he suffered wow. during the all-out pay-per-view during, a, during the John Moxley match. He did a tope. It was believed that that was the thing causing it. Uh, the recovery period is typically eight months for that kind of surgery. 
Uh, and the doctor wanted surgery right away to prevent any muscle atrophy. So CM Punk officially on the shelf for the next eight months. Um, whether or not he is fired from the company or maybe there's a suspension after that, who the hell knows. But, you know, eight months from now, we're talking May. So we will see. It is double or nothing season. So it is a we will see for sure uh, what the response to this whole CM Punk situation is. So uh, that is it for CM Punk. Do you have any thoughts on CM Punk going under surgery? Get well soon, King. There Get we well go. Soon. Beautiful. Um, speaking about... Uh, Cabana is the problem. How dare you. Speaking, Never forget that. Speaking about uh, Battle Like Fale, New Japan has officially launched uh, Tamashi, I believe it's pronounced. Uh, it is a sort of a New Japan strong show for the Oceania market for New Zealand and Australia. The brand will kick off their shows in November of this year. Um, so far announced for the event in Christchurch, New Zealand. That's a great city name. Uh, Kenta, Taiji Shimori, and Bad Luck Fale. Uh, so they'll be in New Zealand and then two days later in Sydney, Australia. So, yeah, it's, pretty, it's another strong show type um but it should be exciting stuff i mean they've been they have their own dojo in new zealand so we'll see some young lions i'm sure debut which is crazy to me um we might you know obviously (laughs) i would imagine it might be easier to get um maybe some japanese talent over onto these shows versus the america show so maybe that's also something to look out for and then also uh, you know, maybe they'll be able to pick up probably some other Australian talent to put on to TV, just like they did with American indie talent. So maybe we'll get some Adam Brooks. Maybe we'll get some Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi! Maybe oi, Aussie oi. Open will show up. That'll be fun. Well, they probably will, but they're already you know part of the company. Yeah. So well, I'm sure they'll show up as well. Maybe we'll get Osprey. I don't know who who the heck knows. Uh, but that's everything with uh, Happy Tamahashi. For- my Australian and New Zealand friends. Yes. Yes. Any form of actual good wrestling you guys get to see? Good, good, good. Because I know, like, the best you guys usually have is, like, PWA Black Label, which can be pretty good. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the, having, having a guarantee that New Japan's going to make an effort to be there, that's pretty cool. Yeah. The Australian scene uh has gone is like a roller coaster it has its ups and downs it's currently in a down period so uh, like well me. maybe it's a down period kind of going up uh a little bit what'd you say yeah i said kind of like me <laughs> is there a down period going up <laughs> i am a down period today but i'm getting there i'm going up right now <laughs> <laughs> he is on a roller coaster folks that is that is what that was uh, speaking of roller coaster, Triple H. Uh, uh, do you like these transitions, by the way? Triple H uh, has been officially announced as having a promotion in WWE. He is still, of course, the head writer of the company, but he is now also the uh, what? Blah, 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 blah. He is the new chief content officer. That's at- not a real job, people. That's not a real job. Not really. You know how I know that's not a real job? Because I'm the chief content officer of Scotty Enterprises. And that's not a real company. So it's not a real job. I've never heard of chief content officer. The, the CCO? I feel like no, I've never heard of it. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. It's CEO, COO, not CCO. As chief content officer, Levesque will report to Nick Khan. 
Uh, he will oversee <laughs> he will oversee creative writing, talent relations, live events, talent development, and creative services. Live events, talent development, I feel like are two uh, very interesting mm. ones to me. Uh, you know, f- mm. sorry, uh, sorry, uh, Jeff Jarrett, we don't need you anymore. <laughs> Triple H is taking that job. Uh, and then talent development that is very interesting for the NXT go, brand. He's probably going back to Triple A. That's psycho. Uh, yeah, he's going to be starting that company probably with uh, Ric Flair and uh, uh, Conrad, Conrad Thompson. Yeah, that's my. Oh, just kill me now! Another NWA. Great. Yeah. Um, it was also announced as well. Did you see that Nick Aldis said he wanted to go to WWE? I was like, wow. If Nick Aldis leaves NWA, they're still dead. <laughs> Their biggest star. Um, it was also announced in the press release that Frank, Frank Riddick uh, has been promoted to WWE president, which was the title formerly held by Nick Khan before he became a co-CEO. So Riddick will still remain as chief financial officer. So CFO. CFO. That's another one. There's another one for CFO you. CFO money is the old uh, people that used to make their theme songs. Do you, what's your favorite CFO money dollar sign uh, theme music? I don't know who they get credit for. That's the problem. Uh, give me a second. Sure, I'll give you a quick, quick, quick. quick. I, I didn't. I didn't mean to do a bit here, but apparently I am stalling for time. Perfectly. CFO. Yeah, give me their. Give me their. Give me their tracks, huh? Yeah. So I, I know or they. I, I know we got some Sami Zayn stuff. Some whoa or whatever's some nakamura oh let's go yeah oh yeah they get credit for everything they got a lot of they got a lot of hits they got like every hit they got early hits on that show they even got becky lynch's song uh aj styles song i believe sky's the limit well that's redacted so that's fine um sky's the limit oh yeah (laughs) it's like who's the who's sky oh yeah wow even got Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre is a solid song. Do you have so? What's what? your favorite? They gave him credit for that. Doesn't make sense. Um, my favorite. I probably Shinsuke's. Shinsuke's is solid. Shinsuke's is solid. I would Shinsuke's say Shinsuke's original one. I don't like the. Uh... My friends always tell. Oh no, Champa. Tommaso Champa. Everyone will. No one will survive that bit. Yeah. That that one was great. That, that one like made him feel very important. And then since then, well, he has a new theme song, and he just got back his first name. So let's give it a little bit. Uh, a little fair bit. enough. Fair enough. He's also working with the Miz. <laughs> this is factual, uh, and I guess feuding with Dexter Loomis. I guess. Um, anyways, so that's our news bits. Speaking of NXT, see, I got you. I got you. You beat me to it, man. You see how I constructed? That was the first one that actually made sense. I constructed all of them made sense. First of all, sir, good sir. Secondly, yeah, you saw how I constructed the news. You saw I had Triple H overseeing talent development, uh, pointing it out and everything, and I had it set up quite perfectly to NXT Worlds <laughs> Collide. Let me hit him with that Triple H. <laughs> perfectly set up. For NXT Worlds Collide uh, happened last Sunday, right before All Out. All obviously for us, All Out. We did a instant reaction, so that's its own separate show of a review. So definitely go check that out. Um, but uh, for Worlds Collide, we're going to review it here. 
We recorded two shows since the show aired. <laughs> <laughs> That's and true. Now, and now we're talking about it because we have nothing else to talk about. That's, That's the only reason we're talking about it. I mean, pretty. Oh, well, we would probably talk about it anyways. I mean, it was a decent little show, I would say. Had its moments. Had its, had its moments. Had a good, strong opener. Had a, a solid good, finish, I think. Strong finish, and everything else happened. And, and, the be- and there was some stuff in between that I think was there and uh, interesting, I guess. There was I- definitely three matches there. There were definitely here. three. There was definitely three matches on the card. Uh, and two matches that were uh, really good. But, uh, you know, it, it's the kind of show where I would say they had two matches on Broadway, three matches off Broadway. Does that make sense, anybody? Yeah, that makes sense. That's a good one. That was a good, uh, good theater joke. Yeah, a classic theater joke. Classic theater. Did you yeah, know, did you know that I used to... I've, I did theater for one year. Can you believe it? Wow. I've only, I have only play, done plays. What, play, what play were you in? I was in two plays. Uh, what plays were you in? Please say Shrek. Shrek? No. Shrek is a musical. Damn it! Shrek is a musical, sir. How dare you t- destroy the stylings of that Smash make Mouth? Any sense, by the way? But continue. What do you mean? That Shrek Why is a musical. Shrek a musical? Because Smash- about Shrek screams musical. Uh, All Star by Smash Mouth. <laughs> that doesn't. <laughs> I don't see Shrek sing one time just because Fiona does. <laughs> doesn't mean it's a musical. Great film, by the way. If you haven't seen Shrek, then I, I don't know why you're listening to this. Go watch Shrek. Yeah, go go out. Go, if you haven't, I love Shrek. If you haven't listened to Shrek, go check it out for once in your life. What uh, place were you in? Uh, Stop looking for Shrek on your thing. I'm not looking for Shrek. I'm looking for the play. Uh, I was in a, I was in a like a small six person play. I forget what it was called, but I played a a, a, a student. Uh, what? Don't look at me like that. I'm not a historian. Six person? Yeah, it was like that a. It, terrible. It was a small six-person play. <laughs> it's terrifying. It, well, no, it was, was it Inside Out. No, it wasn't Inside Out. It was a terrifying play because uh, we were. It was like we were college students in like a boardroom thing, and so we were. There was one point where we're in the dorm and we're just all hanging out in the dorm and stuff. Uh, and you know, everyone's making their entrances into the dorm. My friend Matt Massar uh, is throwing darts across the room uh into like the dartboard that's hanging on the door Mm -hmm. uh apparently one night when i made my entrance a dart was Mm -hmm. in the air and very (laughs) close to hitting me directly i had that experience too not in a play though yeah it was live on stage i was about to be impaled by a dart but luckily through the fate of three something by a dark during the play it would have been bad it would have been bad i would have improv my way out of it other people would have said it would be iconic yeah i would have had to improv my way out of that and be like whoa buddy watch where you're going there Ding! so the the play was six angry college kids yeah i feel like it was it's okay you don't have to think of the title we can move on i was gonna say a farewell to arms but that is a Ernest Hemingway book speaking of plays carmel hayes and ricochet started off the show with a great match the other play i was in was taming of the shrew by uh oh you knew the name (laughs) i knew knew the name of the second (laughs) (laughs) one taming of the shrew by shakespeare uh i played an old man and then the shakespeare expert at school said i had a fantastic performance and it made my day anyways carmelo hayes made a play (laughs) What? The Shakespeare 
expert. Yeah, the school. the like the English teacher that is, you know, Shakespearean. Yeah, who teaches Shakespeare and whatnot said I did a fantastic job playing Gremio from Shakespeare. Uh, at, least you, at least you had a name. I thought you were just the old. I had a whole monologue, man. I had like a three like, paragraph. Like I was hoping. I was hoping the credits went down. And it just said the old man. No, I had a whole ass name. I had uh, I had a cane I was walking around with. I was doing an old man voice. I had a whole monologue where I did a whole bit. I'm describing a wedding falling apart. And like <laughs> someone's trying to talk to me. And I hold up one of those like old timey earphones and be like, what are you saying? And it was very fun. It was very fun to play that up. But anyways, Carmel Hayes <laughs> and Ricochet. Worlds collide, baby. Worlds collide. They did indeed collide in Orlando, Florida. Uh, the end of NXT UK is upon us, but we started Nothing off. Nothing says UK like Florida. <laughs> the UK of America. Shout out to the Queen. Rest in peace. Shout out. Uh, NXT North American title match is what kicked off the show. It was Carmelo Hayes with Trick Williams defeating the one and only Ricochet. Uh, in a fantastic 15-minute match here, Scotty. I thought this match was very good. It was, you know, I think Carmelo Hayes still has a little ways to go, uh, but he is probably the top guy in NXT at the moment. Yeah, if you called him up, I don't think he'd suffer. I think, you know, the thing with Carmelo Hayes, which I find interesting, Mm -hmm. is I think he actually is a really good character already. It's like sometimes with his matches, it just feels like it doesn't fully connect yet. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like it gets a little clunky at some points. And like obviously he's gonna fix that. He's gonna be great. He's he's uh I think he's like twenty eight, so he's actually the oldest of like that young crew down there. But he's gonna be excellent. He's a star. Yeah, he feels cute. like a star. His entrance was awesome. With uh, all the retired names of the people he's beaten, like the yeah. jerseys. I thought that was sick. Um, and, yeah, he's just got the confidence about him. And Ricochet, guys, 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 I don't know if you knew this, but Ricochet is still really good. Huh? Really? Like, I, I miss seeing Ricochet be Ricochet. And it's kind of crazy that out of all the people that they cut over the past couple of years that he's still here. But I hope that they know what they have in him. Yeah. I know he does a lot of flips. He's not super great at promos, but he's not that bad at promos anymore, I don't think. He's gotten um, he's gotten he better. Feels, he feels more natural than Roderick Strong, for example. So uh I mean Roderick Strong didn't even do a promo. He was a uh, lay down on the floor. Yeah, so yeah he uh he literally looked like um the like he he it was so bad looking. <laughs> Uh, the match though, the match, the match though, match is great. Uh, really good stuff. One of the better NXT 2.0 matches you'll see, I'm sure. Sure. Um, very entertaining. And if you like, if you like a match with a bunch of flippy shit and high spots, this is the one for you. And I'm someone that usually does, so it was fun. Yeah, I think this match was uh probably a match of the night for me. Certainly, uh, it was. If you put it on the all out card. It probably wouldn't touch certain things, but it would have been good. It, yeah, this is a this it was beat a, a lot of matches. Yeah, it would beat <laughs> a lot of matches on the out loud card. It was a uh, not the match it of the beat weekend all the for matches sure. That I didn't think were it pretty much beat 
most of the card <laughs> except for like the four matches i thought that were worth going out of your way for mm-hmm. yeah this this show was very good uh i thought they have really good chemistry i mean we don't want to talk too much in depth this show is very week old i guess but uh it's as cold takes as you can get it but also i mean i saw the the nxt the uh next night and they're seemingly continuing the feud so that is interesting to me at the very least Especially because yeah. it's like, does Ricochet on NXT now? Is he bumping down? Pulling the old. Is bumping down. It is bumping down now, but back in the day, that used to be going up. Yeah. 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 That'd be really disappointing if he's bumping down because it is just like, man, Ricochet was, Ricochet was great unless, at one point. Unless they completely change NXT back, then yeah, it's going to suck. Yeah. But uh, Which I, mean, I would welcome, by the way. I mean, Triple H is in charge now, so. You know, he's chief, that Triple H. he's chief content officer, so it's certainly mm. possible now, I think. He, he His most important job is to make sure content's good, and let me tell you, 2.0 content is not good. <laughs> uh, they also, next match was a oh. NXT tag team slash oh NXT God. UK tag team elimination four-way unification match starring... Good job, Excalibur. Starring pretty deadly uh, Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs, BJ and JB, uh, Gallus, uh, and the Creed Brothers. Brothers. Uh, it was... You can't just say BJ and JB and move on. <laughs> That's their names, man. That's their names. Uh, it was pretty deadly getting the win uh, when it looked like the Creed Brothers were going to get the overall win, but then the uh, Diamond Mine member, Damon Kemp, this is a real name. Uh, stabbed, or not really stabbed, but slammed a chair into That's Julius's creed. Son. Uh, not son. <laughs> Jesus Christ. His brother. His, His brother, brother, who apparently they love way more, uh, turn heel. Uh, seemingly, they're setting up the idea that he's the one that screwed over, you know, beat up Roderick Strong as well. Um, and then, uh, you know, turned their back on the Creed brothers and caused them to lose and pretty deadly to get the win. So. What do you think of this match? Uh, Brooks Jensen, Josh Briggs fucking suck. BJJB? Uh, pretty deadly. I didn't learn. I didn't know their names until this show. I still don't I know their names. I know that their, na- their names are Elton Prince. Correct. And Kit Wilson. Very good. And the only reason I know that is I had to put them in my match guide. And I was like, what are these people's names? They, so they, did you know that they changed their name when they moved to from NXT UK to NXT? That's ridiculous. Yeah, because well, it's because of the uh, if I'm not mistaken, their indie names were uh, what uh, their NXT UK names were, I believe. Uh, well, anyways, they are a very, very, very average tag team. Like I understand they have a like little good gimmick going on here, but they're very like they're fine. Yeah. Uh, Wolfgang and Mark Coffey, they suck. Fuck Wolfgang. Uh, I know he's part of speaking out, so fuck him. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mark Coffey's not. So uh, former uh, Heritage Cup champion, for those who don't know. Joe Coffey is, by the way. And uh, Josh Briggs is, too. I uh, just want to point out all the abusers in this match. And uh, mm-hmm. Julius Creed and Brutus Creed are awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, There's my review of this match. Julius Creed did, like, this psychotic suplex where he went down on his knees and then stood back up and i was like this guy's the man and also brutus creed's legitimately like a actual bowling ball yep it's amazing and i was like 
this guy is more like Brock Lesnar than that Parker Bordrove fella that I was told about. Like, look at this guy. He's a beast. Yeah, these two are like as money as it gets. Uh, they have a great theme song. Obviously, I wish uh, they still had Stoke, but, you know, it's okay. If they still had Stoke, they would be untouchable. Yeah. Because they have someone to cut promos for them. But they're awesome. They are. They somehow are the only reason this match had any entertainment factor. Yeah. Uh, they were really good in this match. Uh, I did. I mean, ex- you know, I, what I do like about the UK division, UK division, is that I feel like the talent pool of UK is just a little bit better than NXT. So I thought that when NXT UK was involved, it got a little bit better. But the Creed brothers are fantastic. Um, Josh Briggs, yeah, he's part of speaking out. Maybe that's why they moved him to NXT UK. Um, and then Brooks Jensen, I can't believe they pay Brooks Jensen money. What do you mean? This guy is the most average-looking yeah. trucker, mother trucker, <laughs> I've ever seen. Like I look at him, I watched him in the ring. I was like, this guy offers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, uh, he's an average fella. He's an average fella. I mean, that's the type of guy that Vince would be like, yeah, let's strap the rock. (laughs) Average person. Yeah. I feel like when I look at that NXT tag division, other than the, I mean, there's no one I see there. That's like, maybe except for the Creed brothers, of course, that I'm like, yeah, these are your future, Tag champions, multi-time tag team champions, I don't even, and stuff. Like, I don't even look at the Creed brothers as that. I look at them as future singles champions. <laughs> that's not bad too. They're too, they're too good to just keep them as tags. Julius Creed is very good. Julius, I really yeah, Julius Creed's going to be that guy. Yeah, I think. I think if I he agree. can learn how to cut promos, which he's not, yeah, which, which is have, too far. I have not. No idea if he can cut promos. He's fine. He's doable. I, you know, for WWE standards, I think he's doable, you know, so he does things that are like no one else does. Yeah, I agree. Um, NXT women's and NXT UK women's triple threat unification match. It was, in fact, Mandy Rose that got the win here over cancel wrestling Blair Davenport and Mako Satamora. So it was, in fact, that's why it was a triple threat so that Mandy can win the titles and pin not Mako, but Blair davenport scotty you want to cancel wrestling what what for man like listen i'm not the biggest be a priestly fan of all time or anything i'm not that's blair davenport for those who don't know uh but the fact that you had me rooting so hard for her to win here tells you how much i didn't want mandy rose to win because mandy rose is horrible mandy rose is not good I think she's gotten worse. She's pulling Britt Baker on us. That's crazy, except she's far worse than Britt Baker. Um, She's worse than Liv Morgan, which I guess makes sense. She's in NXT, but you get my point. Um, Her tag team, the Gigi and JC, they are better than her. Like, she's bad. And they won't have her lose. And if they have her lose to Nikita Lyons, I'm going to fight someone. The only person she should be losing to is Roxanne or probably Cora, but I prefer Roxanne because I said this and we're not going to talk about Roxanne any other time this episode, so I'm just going to bring it up now since we're talking about NXT. Mm -hmm. Roxanne Perez 
is as good a prospect that they've had down there for the women's division since Bianca Belair. Ooh. I think she is that good already. She's only 20 years old, so somehow she can get better. But, like, in terms of you look at that entire let's not count Mako Satamora. I, I know someone tweeted out that uh, Britt Baker shit on the PC, and they're like, well, look at these two talents. Yes, Mako Satamora. Performance Center uh, trainee. Hey, I, I saw know. videos of her training. It looked like a warehouse, you know. It, oh, how... it sure did. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't. Wanna, I don't want to hear it. Um, let's not get ridiculous. But my point is, Roxanne Perez, Roxy, as I still call her, because I just like that name better. Mm-hmm. She is going to be a star for them. She's going to be. She's going to be a great underdog. For that women's division whenever she she's legitimately ready i mean she had they have this weird character for her right now which is like annoying but you know there was nothing wrong with the prodigy for me and I no no which I, I hope they go back to eventually yeah i get the nxt wb isms of like strip everything away that made you popular because you that because you don't understand <laughs> you don't understand yeah. how that works it's like well i it was over anyways i also think cora jade's a lot better as a heel Yes. Which is funny because I thought it's the reason I think she's better as a heel is because I saw someone that played the exact same character in Roxanne Perez and she played it better. Yeah. So there you go. Um, But those two, I think, have a bright future. Roxanne have a a, the brightest future, maybe of anyone in NXT right now, besides probably Braun Breaker. Um, Mm. Well, and the Creeds. Don't forget the Creeds. And the Creeds. And the Creeds. (laughs) Braun Breaker, the Creeds. Carmella Hayes, Roxanne Perez, and if we count Tyler Bate, we will count Tyler Bate. I don't, I'm like, not I counting. Don't count I'm not counting. De- counting. I'm not. Tyler Bates. Tyler Bates. One of the best wrestlers in the world, and he's just there. He's also been in the company for six years, so I'm not going to count. Yeah. Him. Well, he's still like 25. I know, but he's been in the company <laughs> for like, six years. He's got a, a Leah uh, NXT development time over here, like. You know, it's we're out of control. Which is ridiculous because yeah. Lee is still bad. Yeah. So, so Tyler Bates twenty five years old, right? Yeah. Twenty five. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. Ron crazy. Breaker's twenty four. Yeah, no. The fact that they're <laughs> the same Bates age. Is... The fact that Braun Breaker is younger than Tyler Bates is barely, barely is insane. Because I've yeah. seen Tyler Bates has been around six for this company for He's... six years. He is so good, and I forgot how good he was. Mm-hmm. I, I, wa- I don't. I guess I'll just wait to talk about this later. But we can move on. Mandy Rose is bad. She needs to lose. Not to Nikita Lyons. No, Nikita I, I also bad. I think Roxanne Perez is like the only person that can really defeat Mandy Rose. It is also insane that Mandy Rose's title reign has gone on this long. But it, yeah, it's lasted longer than Io Shirai's. Just shoot me dead. Yeah, uh, I think the longest, maybe. I think it might be the longest. It's not ever. the longest. Oscar existed, dude. Ooh, yes, Oscar existed. Oscar <laughs> existed. You if she touches Oscar's reign, then we have a problem. Shawn Michaels. Well, let's see. Michael Hickenbottom, <laughs> piece of. Uh, she did pass. Uh, where, where is she ranked right now? She did pass Io Shirai. She is cur- Mandy Rose is currently at three twenty. Above her is Shayna Baszler at four sixteen. Uh, Oscar at five ten. Oh Jesus! She touches four. Then we're we're in big trouble. <laughs> we're in big trouble. 
Uh, match itself. Uh, I thought the match itself was okay. I like. I kind of like the match. Uh, I thought that Blair. Yeah, I thought it was the third best match on the show. So <laughs> yes, I thought Blair and Mako were good, and I I will be honest. I was surprised how much Mandy Rose stepped up uh, into this match. I, I, I was. Some people say this was the best match of her career. I was like, oh god. <laughs> I mean, you're probably not wrong. I don't know. I I'm, can't name many that are good. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm looking over at. Uh, I think I liked that Fatal Four Way. If if you look at, if you look but at, but I don't think it was any at all because of her. If you look at Cage Match, uh, the highest rated match of hers, uh, that is not a multi man scramble, elimination chamber, Royal Rumble, or anything like that. Uh, is a fatal four way with Cora Jade, Yoshirai, Kaylee. That's the one Ray, I said. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say that's the one. I don't think she did anything besides win. And then a quarter star after that is Blair Davenport, Mandy Rose, Mako Satamora. Yeah, so they know how bad she is. They're putting her all these multi people matches to save her. And then for cage match, this match is this triple threat is higher than the four way wow. by point two seven. Wow. <laughs> So yeah, this is one of, if not the, matches of her career. There we go. NXT Women's Tag Team Title Match. It was oh, Katana God. Katana Chance and Caden Carter defeated the team of Dewdrop and Nikki Ash. Kind of an NXT UK callback sort of thing here. I wish we could play audio on this podcast so I could just play the promo that Katana Chance said why she was changing her name. Because <laughs> it's one of the single worst things I've ever seen. And it's so funny. Like you know, you know, I just I just felt like I need to be the life of the party. So now I'm Katana Chance, and you're like, what? A name that's <laughs> classically associated with being a life of the party, Katana. I everyone thought that was gonna be Io Shirai's name. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's all be happy with Io Sky. Yeah. Everyone, everyone just immediately assumed WWE was being racist. Uh, this match was my least favorite match of the show. Yes. No. This match wasn't that good. Uh, I. Th- I, Katana Chance and Caden Carter are, I don't think that good. They're, they're, they're not that good as wrestlers. Uh, yeah, a tag, they're I, I think they're better as a tag team. Oh, if they, if I don't watch singles matches, there we'd be in trouble. Yeah, they're better as a tag team for sure, for sure. Caden Carter used to have potential. And then she, she did. Just never got better. She did. It feels like she she had potential, but that's maybe that's the thing. I'm mean, Kim Carter is also 34 years old. She had a potential wow. as Lacey Lane years ago, and then but maybe it was like potential of a you know I guess 28 year old, 30 year old, and you know compared I always to thought she was. I always thought she was solid enough. Mm-hmm. Had a cool look. I agree. I agree. But literally has been the same since. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at her average rating in 2019, 8. Average rating in 2020, this is cage match. 7, 2021, 623, 2022, 6. Like, it's just every year it goes by, her average rating drops uh, for the cage matchers. Is that what they're called? Cage match heads? Um, Yeah, no, this match was aggressively fine, I would say. It's time for the main event! Braun Breaker versus Tyler Bate to unify the NXT and NXT UK titles. I think this match was pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Tyler Bate is him. And when I said Tyler Bate is him, I was like, Tyler Bate can be the closest thing this company has to a Daniel Bryan if they want him to be. Because 
He's Ooh. great in the ring, obviously. Uh-huh. Obviously, he's great in the ring. Yep. He's 25 years old. Mm-hmm. He's a little smaller, but mm-hmm. he's a big, strong boy, so he can do whatever he wants. But Brian Danielson yeah. was small as well at one point. Yeah, though. exactly. Like, they're probably, he's probably a little shorter than uh, Bry a little bit, but, you know, doesn't matter. Um, he's, again, he's great. He's got the pedigree. He could do promos. I don't think a lot of people know that. Like, he's a pretty good promo. He's a good baby face promo. Yeah. A um, great baby sa- way, baby face in peril. By the way, his match with Trent Seven on the final episode of XT UK. Very good. I was wondering, which isn't shouldn't be shocking. I mean, those two guys were connected at the hip for how long? Um when, when you watch better that, than any match on the show. When you actually. watch that match, were you concerned at all? You were you unsure of who's gonna win it? Uh yeah. I was, I was like, oh my god, Trent Seven might be the uh, NXT UK champion. That'd be crazy. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I knew the spoiler before that Tyler Brady even show up, showed up, so it didn't really matter to me. But uh, anyways, as I was saying, I think Tyler Bate still has all the potential in the world to be very special for this company. Obviously, he's 25. Obviously, he's been there for six years. But I don't know. I liked the entrance that they gave him, kind of going down the road of NXT UK. I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. He still lost, which I expected him to. Yeah. And he didn't get called up yet, which sucks, but hopefully they don't wait too long uh, because I'm watching his NXT UK brethren succeed on the main roster under Triple H. So Who, why not Tyler Bate? Butch? Uh, Butch? Butch is slowly becoming Pete Dunne again, which is great. Yeah. Because I was like, man, I forgot how much I love Pete Dunne. And, I mean, Imperium's, like, already running shit. Mm-hmm. And they're absolutely going to do Imperium versus the Bloodline now. Like, I couldn't. I would be shocked if they didn't. At least Solo Sokoa and the Usos, at the very least. Um, but Gunta is living the best life. So, uh, hopefully Tyler Bate makes it. And Braun Breaker, I think, you know, we all know his future's very bright. Um, seeing he's been doing this for a year now on TV wise, and he's already this solid. Yeah, like he he's still in, he's still a baby to this comp uh, to this wrestling, and uh, he shows a lot of signs that he's not only improving, but he gets the crowd stuff. They almost ruined him with all like the bad feuds that he had to do, but hopefully they know that they have something special in him, which I'm sure they do. Can I? Uh, I thought this match was great. I thought uh, I totally agree that Tyler Bate should be way higher than he is now in terms of where he is in this company. Uh, I wonder if he didn't want to come over for a while. I think that maybe. I think that's maybe part of it. Um, I don't know if he wants to stay here or what. I mean, maybe he wants a job versus going back to a nothing unit in England. Um, Who so want to sign him though. I'm at AEW. If I was AEW, I'd sign him in a heartbeat. I would sign Tyler Bate like immediately. He is like immediately like you know he's the, so good. He's <laughs> he's unbelievably good. And uh, you know I you know I I think Tyler Bate was more impressive in this match than to me than Braun Breaker. I think there's a little oh, bit of that absolutely. part. But I will also say beyond this match, they had a tag match together uh, on uh, NXT TV. Tag match was really good too. Can you believe that Tyler? Oh Bate, yeah, was it Tyler Bate and Braun Breaker? Great tag team. I saw the video of them uh, when like Breaker was doing like the dog thing, mm-hmm. and 
Davis standing over him. I was like, they kind of look beastly. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I think it was like Alvarez said this on uh, Wrestling Observer, or, but it was just like, if you wanted to, new Steiner brothers, here we go. Like, this is... That'd be, that'd be insane. Like, that'd be so good. Like, well, because what's great about it is that Braun Breaker's pretty good, but you put him in a tag team, it hides, obviously, the his negatives. Right. So it only makes so him look, more. yeah, it only makes him bit better. And then you get Tyler yeah. Bate in there. There, he was a a great tag team wrestler in of itself. Like fantastic, like a, just a fantastic unit. This could be legitimately. Uh, I'm gonna make a hot take right now. Go for it. I think Tyler Bate's a top ten men's wrestler in WWE already. Currently, yes. <sighs> I mean, probably Not all time, dude. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> all time better Holy. than better than. Well, because I think he's better than Tyler Bate. Uh, not yes, obviously, I think Tyler Bate's better than Tyler Bate. Yeah, I think he's better than Pete Dunne. Mm. I always preferred him over Pete Dunne. I always preferred his style over Pete Dunne. I think Pete Dunne leans a little too much on like the breaking the fingers and stuff like that yeah where tyler Bate just kind of like him his match with walter i don't know if you remember that one yeah that was like insane it went like 40 minutes i think it got five stars from dave actually yeah or more maybe it was a more match i don't really know but i don't think that w- was great i don't think wb has uh, ever had a more match they've had more than five stars well i think walter has all of them now i gotta go look no i in wwe in a wwe match like a WWE main roster, or what are you, or NXT yeah. UK, or anything like that? I don't yeah, think... yeah, they, they, they do, they do. I don't, I don't know. I'm gonna, t- I know they do. I'm gonna tell you them right now. God, give me a second. I don't know. God. I don't. Uh, All right, you can see, you can keep saying I don't know. I know the answer. You're saying a five plus, a five plus star match in WWE? Yes. No way. They've had multiple. No way. Unbelievably right, no. Well, I'm gonna go through it right now. NXT Takeover. Uh, 25, the show I was at. Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, eat shit. Uh, what, what, what was that? Shit. What was that story? NXT TakeOver 25, I was at that show. When Adam Cole beat Johnny Gargano, that's a five and a quarter star match. Unbelievable. Walter versus Tyler Bate. NXT UK TakeOver Cardiff, five and a quarter star match. Unbelievable. There's more. Maybe there's not. There might not be more. I'm not going to lie to you. There's not more. <laughs> I'm seeing I'm seeing Ilya Dragunov versus Walter. That's five and a quarter. Oh, okay, okay. And that was yeah. Uh, there that, it is. I went right by it. That was their second one, I believe. That was their second match. Yeah. Oh, Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole, two out of three falls, five and a half stars. That is the highest rated WWE match of all time by Dave Meltzer. That's crazy to think about. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is insane. That that is the highest rated match of all time. How many? The how many... fourth highest rated match. I was there. Or tied for second. They they have had a lot of five star matches in the past several years. Yeah, if, if look, yeah. You know, of course they have. From twenty eight. Cody Rhodes is there now, buddy. <laughs> five star Cody. He's only getting started. Yeah. Uh, but the match itself here for the main event, I thought was pretty good. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it back. Yeah, Let's set the back of the table, man. It's pretty Sorry, good. Sorry, I I have way too much fun when I don't. We don't have a plan. I mean, yeah, you take off the glasses. You're you're ready to go. You're ready. Yeah, to go. I, I've woken up finally after an hour. And all it took was talking about Tyler Bate. I love Tyler Bate. What are you suing me? 
All right, I'll call it Mark Sterling right, all right now. Let's, let's, all right, let's name the top 10 WWE men's wrestlers right now. All right. All right. All right, so Seth Rollins is in there. I don't care what anyone says. He's great. Tyler Bate. Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. <laughs> we ta- Again, we're talking currently, right? No, you said of all time. You said of all time. No, no, currently. You said of all time. Cody Rhodes is there either way. You're right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Sheamus. Uh-huh. Shane Pulfay. Punta. Uh-huh. Uh, are we talking main roster only? Is Tyler Bate on the main roster? No. Then no. All right. All right. I was like, Mako's we just said Tyler Bate. I was like, can't... I was like, Mako Satamora is also in there. Eo Sky. Well, I said men's. I said men's. Oh, okay, men's. 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 I understand how great their women's roster is. They knock out a lot of men off this list. Uh, I feel like a couple years ago, I would have said AJ Styles. He's still he is not he is not on this list. We he's still very he's still very good, but he is nowhere where he was. How about uh, how about Drew? Will we count Drew? Eh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. What about, what about, All right, I'm going through the roster. Page right I'm, now, I'm also looking through the roster page. What about Kevin Owens? Show. Yeah, I put Kevin Owens. He still cooks. All right. What about Charles Robinson, referee? Um, Wait, I have to get ahead of you. Um, <laughs> Seth Rollins is not bad. I think I already put Seth Rollins on there. I already put him on there. What about Finn Balor? We're at no. six. No, I'm not putting no, Finn Balor. No. Ilya Dragunov? Yeah. No, main, we said main roster. We said main roster. No, we didn't. Yeah, I said Tyler did. Bate counts. You said he didn't. I said does Tyler Bate. I said he does count. He does. Okay. Listen, I'm tired. I might have said did it, but I meant he does. I, I firmly believe that I probably said the other one, but I meant he does. Johnny Gargano? Eh. Depends on the day. He yeah. hasn't been good. He hasn't been that good in a long while. So. No. He also hasn't rested in a year. So you know what? We won't count him for now. Yeah. He needs to reprove himself. I can't, I can't get Logan Paul. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> easy, easy answer. Yes. Uh, He's on the roster page. I had no idea. What about Riddle? I just uh, I was thinking about him. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's he's borderline. He's he's there. He's maybe top fifteen, top twenty. Brock. Yeah. He's, yeah Brock. Yeah. Brock? Oh, Brock's absolutely on there. Roman? Uh, depends on the depends on the day, dude. dude. Sometimes he can sometimes he can have a great match, and then other times he's like, yeah. You other know. times he's doing a thirty minute classic. Sammy Zane for the first. Sammy Zane's on the list. Other times he's doing a thirty minute classic where the first fifteen minutes are him on the promo doing on the microphone doing a promo. Like Sammy Zane can be incredible whenever he wants to i firmly believe that mm-hmm. um i think that's probably it tomaso champa i don't know he's yeah, team no. i might hurt him oh my god they have vacant on here <laughs> the roster page <laughs> yeah oh man does it what's the rating of vacant oh uh, it goes it brings you to roman reigns i think that's cheating <laughs> that's insane i'm just oh, looking that's at the hilarious rest. though uh sheamus I said we said Seamus. I think he, I think Seamus. he I think he's out. He's like right there the, around the top, like the ten, nine, yeah. eight, maybe. Yeah, sure. I mean, Roderick's strong, but like he doesn't wrestle. No, no, he's currently uh, dead. I guess Seth Rollins is definitely on this list. I won't allow any. Who the hell is Stevie Turner? Uh, NXT oh, UK person used to be in Stardom, but I didn't know she still worked here. Uh, Tiffany Stratton. You said only men. 
Oh, sorry. <laughs> don't don't change not changing up the. Oh oh oh! Uh, we'll wrap it up with this uh, top dollar. All right, let's move on. <laughs> All right, correct. Uh, speaking of stardom, five star Grand Prix update. Look at that, Scotty. Hey, that's good. Uh, didn't even see that one coming. Five star. We haven't one. we haven't talked about the five star since I think the beginning of the tournament. Well, um, I have. I know you many have. times. <laughs> you have many times. Uh, five Probably stars. The only thing I talk about. Currently happening day thirteen of twenty one. Ryan, I currently have 140 notifications on Twitter. I'm terrified. <laughs> Do you get called out or something? What happened? I don't know. I probably. Anyways, uh, yeah, of 21 nights, a certain, a certain person that runs a certain <laughs> something might be trying to get. Uh, <laughs> gotta put him on ice. Gotta put Scotty on ice. He's getting heated. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, We're talking so, about I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. Night 13 of a 21 night affair is currently ongoing. Uh, Stardom <laughs> oh five star Grand Prix. We're only halfway, <laughs> only a little more than halfway done. We're, with, we're closer to the finish line. We're closer to the finish line, but not by much, I guess. We have a lot of big matches left to go. Yes, we do. Night 13 was last night. I know, obviously, we said at the top of the show, you watched it live. Um, do you want to talk about that? Yeah. Do you want? To, oh, he's coming back. Do you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Uh, you, tell me, am I excited? Ask me, Scotty. Ask me if I'm excited. Are you excited? Yeah. Uh, say, are you going to say it? What are you doing? Did you set me up just to not have you say it? <laughs> just say. Just say. Of course I am. Um, so we are you going to talk? Should we talk about the red, the point totals and blocks and how we think people are doing? What do you want to do this? Talk about day 13 first? Uh, we could talk about day 13 first, and then we'll go through people doing because big matches happened today. Yeah, so I, I think uh, day 13 happened today. Of course, there was also some announcements that took place as well on day 13. It was announced. Yeah. This is coming from Fightful from uh, someone named Scott Edwards. I, I only I don't know a Scott. I know a Scott E. Edwards. I don't know a Scott Edwards. That could, that could, that could be... That could anger some people. Yeah, I mean, put your stuff behind the paywall, man. Uh, announcements for the show. <laughs> 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 announcements for the show include Stardom and Showcase Volume 3 taking place on November 26th, uh, while Stardom Dream Queendom, that's sort of, I think we, I don't, were we recording before that? I don't remember that Stardom's no. Dream Queendom is kind of their signature event now. Uh, returns Officially. On, returns on December 29th. Uh, from Sumo Hall for the second straight year. So that is definitely exciting news, Scott. That is, that is their Wrestle Kingdom officially now. That's awesome. That's awesome. Which I'm very happy about. Because you, they don't... So the only names that they bring back every year are the anniversary show and mm-hmm. the year-end climax. Yes. So I was just praying, hoping they'd bring back a name. And this seems to be the one. This is now the signature event every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you if you thought you were making your top ten wrestler uh, matches of the year list, gosh be darned, you're not doing that until this show's over. Yeah. But but it does set it up perfectly. So so for some of us, aka me, mm-hmm. who will eventually want to go to Japan to see both of this and Wrestle Kingdom, you can set that up pretty nicely. Nice <laughs> little uh, week week two week stay you get to see some great wrestling mm-hmm. boom boom and uh you know wrestling back to one night so another it's a premiere event once again but uh very excited that 
This is this is uh, their official show. Oh yeah, on no. an official date, same date as last year as well. Yeah, I think having this sort of like go to, you know, show to look forward to at the end of the year slash beginning of the year, whatever uh, signature event. I think this is a good move on Stardom. I like it. Uh, you know, it, it. I like it. It immediately tells the audience that all, all the matches on this are important. You know, all the all the yeah. things happening on this show are very important to this company. Uh, and it's a good way, I think, to to tie everything together. I'm gonna take, so. I'm gonna take the day off of work just to. Oh, I know you watch are. That I know you are. <laughs> I know for a fact you will be. What day? Well, is... I have so many. I have PTO left. So. Oh, perfect. I, uh, I need to use some of it by the end of the year. I'm so. currently waiting to go back to work. Still. Months later. Uh, what day is December 29th? Anyways, that is a it's Thursday. Like a Thursday. Ooh, yeah. ooh. There we go. I'll take that off in uh, January 4th. Yeah, January 4th is going to be on a Wednesday, the following just week, live obviously. My, just live my best life. Oh, and of course, don't forget that day one will be happening January 1st for WWE. So get hyped uh, for that. Uh, another announcement uh, was a guest kind of announcement. There's going to be a new stardom wrestler coming to stardom. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't have her name in front of me, but basically she is a uh, thank thank you Japanese celebrity. Um, all over. Someone compared it. Um, that you know is from Japan. Someone made the comparison to Logan Paul. Ooh, if she's as good as Logan Paul, then I'm here for it. <laughs> they they did add that it she's probably not as good as Logan Paul athletically because she doesn't have the athletic background mm-hmm. but she's been training with hazuki uh saida and mayu yutani for four months now so not a bad uh not a bad group she even has a wikipedia page Ooh, she is a japanese comedian and youtube celebrity yes uh chris charlton said that she's near escapable on mainstream light entertainment tv especially with kids very interesting to see how she might fare in stardom she's also very very loud as chris charlton said on twitter thank you Thank you for the warning. Uh, so, yeah, so that is uh, that's exciting. You know, a little, you know, we talk about Stardom becoming the number two promotion in Japan. I think this is just another thing to help expand Stardom uh, to the people in Japan, you know? It's it's interesting. It's worked for them so far. You know, yeah. doing, changing up the touring schedule and go all over Japan. It's been They're working. Bring a legitimate comedy wrestler into the fold. How dare you say that about my great precious Fukigan death. How dare you say that? Well, she's like a train. She also has. Like she's a, a legit comedy wrestler. That's what I'm saying. She's also not around. I know. Where is she? Is she okay? What happened to her? Yeah, she's just being herself other places. <sighs> no, who is herself? Herself is Fukigan death. That's all I know. That's all I all believe. Right. So, anyways, day 13, we'll skip the pre-show. We'll go through this first. Good, because uh, they didn't air it. Yeah. Uh, Red Stars block, uh, Risa Sarah uh, defeats Unagi Sayaka. Uh, Risa yeah, Risa Skip Shuri and Tomoki Inaba. I'm just, I'm just going in order of the pers- of person that has it on Fightful. <laughs> you see? You skipped right over it. No, what are you talking about? It literally says God's Eye, Shuri and Tomoka. I, well, I thought that was pre-show. I thought that was also pre-show. No, no, only the Battle Royal was. You, you, you just gave me a heart attack. <laughs> I did not mess it up. Uh, yeah. All right, 
Anyways, I mean, um, do you want to talk about that? Uh, is no, there much we're to say about the tag? Risa Sarah and Unagi now. No, we're moving on. We're moving on. <laughs> Risa Sarah and Unagi uh, was very good. Achieved everything it was supposed to. Um, and Risa Sarah's double knees from the top look like they fucking kill. So there you go. Well, t- I mean, we'll talk about her more, I guess, when we go through like each the block standings. But yeah, Risa Sarah's a queen. Well, no, I was gonna say U- Unagi of two points, really. Oh yeah, Unagi. Um, Unagi's. They don't like her anymore. What happened there? I mean, we're only halfway through the tournament, but my still. Sakurai. Yeah, I like my Sakurai more now. So, yeah, that's that's, tough. that's interesting to interesting to look at. Poor Unagi. Uh, Blue Star. Oh, no, sorry, Red Star's block. Hameka defeats Saki. Hameka uh, now at twelve points. Saki at four. <laughs> this match was like seven minutes, and they just hit each other as hard as they possibly could, mm-hmm. and then Hameka hit a power bomb, and it was over. Quite simple. Very simple. In and out. In, in and, and, out. and out. We love it. We that's love what it. I like to see in the five star. I, be- I believe I wrote in my tweet it was Beast. Beautiful. Beast Incarnate? Brock Hunter? Uh, no. Oh, dang. Not there yet. Jumbo Princess. Omega. Blue Stars Block. Suzu Suzuki, uh, now having two points, uh, defeats Sayaka Matani. Uh, this 12. match was freaking great. It was what you would hope out of these two. I was about to say, this match I really hope is great. because And is... now they have a title match in the future because she beat the champ. And she, after the match, she did the belt stroke around her waist. She was like, yeah, I want that thing. Uh, she did a German suplex to Saya off the apron. I think and, I saw this gif right before we started. Let's just say she was supposed to get caught. There was no one there to catch her. And the crazy thing was, Saya kept like her body perfectly straight as she went down, so it just looked so bad. Mm-hmm. And like, I was like, "Oh, she might be dead." And then she was like, just sitting there, like, "Uh." Uh, but they also committed some crimes on each other via, you know, forearms and nonsense. There was a headbutt mm-hmm. because, of course, there was a headbutt. Of course. And uh, Suzu Suzuki hit one of the most beautiful. Or a few beautiful German suplexes you'll see. So, so the finish was she hit one, rolled through like a chaos theory, lifted her up and hit another one. I love it. Win. I love it. It was beautiful. Suzuki is so freaking good. It's not fair. It's not fair. And then I say this about like Azumi and Starlight Kid, and I'm like, well, they have a lot of these options, but still, it's not fair. No, it's. Suzu Suzuki is like really, really good. Great, even. Sai Kamatani currently is my female wrestler of the year. So, like, this match is like a dream match for me. And I cannot they'll wait to prob- watch it. That'll probably, if I had to guess, mm-hmm. that'll probably be the final title match before Kyrie's back. I'm guessing they save Kyrie for Dream Queen at this point. Yeah. I mean, we're a couple there's months no, away. There's no reason not to. I don't know how many how many more big shows I guess they have between yeah. now and Dream Queen. Done. I don't think I don't think they have any massive arena shows. If you want to try to like, yeah, if you're doing Kyrie, you definitely have to sell out to like a yeah, big. If you're trying, if you're trying to fill Osaka, Joe Hall, not Osaka, no, 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 no. If you're trying to uh, fill Ryogoku Sumo Hall, yeah, as much as you can, just just bring Kyrie. I mean, she's probably going to be on the card either way, but bring title match Kyrie, yeah. whether she's winning it. Or defending it, you're gonna want her to be on that card. 
Actually, just you know, just win it. So then you're sell- you're selling the idea that she's winning the title. You know, that's that's. And then give me Kyrie versus Seuss. <sighs> give me Kyrie versus so many people. Um, give me, give, just get Seuss to sign its damn company. Uh, b- by the way, Scotty, uh, the the person that wrote this article, uh, when it came to the block standings at the end, they put zero next to Suzu Suzuki. So if the if you want to contact, the I person, hate you. If you want to contact the person that made the article, just to uh, fix, I wrote it at five a.m. I don't want to hear it. I'm just just helping you out, man. I'm just helping you out. Are you? Are I, you? By calling you, you said out? it on air. <laughs> we're calling you out on air. Ugh. Red stars block. God. Damn it. Restores. It's fixed. Oh, let me refresh the it's page. It's saving. It's saving. Nope. Now it's fixed. Now oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Um there it is. Uh uh. <laughs> Thank you. Red Stars block Azume with twelve points now. Defeated Utami Hayashishida with eight points. Very nice little uh uh second in command defeating the captain here. I think we just have to get to the point. I think Azumi's just winning the block because she yeah leads it six and two, mm-hmm. pretty impressive record. Um, this match was really really good. It was just really really fast. Like I think it maybe was seven minutes, maybe. Oh, I think so, like match they, has times actually. They they fit it all in. It was great. I just obviously would have loved for it to be a little bit longer, but it's okay. Match was six minutes and fifty five seconds. Yeah, it was, it was it was a sprint. Yeah, I mean, well, it's Azume, so what do you expect? I guess. Okay, it was more of a sprint than usual. Like, they, <laughs> I expected ten minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but was it good? Oh yeah, it was very entertaining, very good. Um, she she hit a Canadian destroyer, Naturally. Azume, mm-hmm. and then Japanese destroyer. Her Azum, then did her Azumi sushi. Um, I love that. And, and one, and I was like that was so clean <laughs> that was beautiful yeah she's really good she's and she's really the good. only one that does a canadian destroyer so like it's cool there mm-hmm. i'm like you know you watch AEW, see five of them it's, it's, I, what AEW actually had three at the same time if i'm not mistaken this past that was actually sick i'm not gonna lie to you guys that was awesome blue stars block mayu itani with nine points now versus julio with 11 points they got they got 9 11 because the date and also it ended in a 15 minute time limit draw the first of the tournament scotty is slowly clapping class once again from these two you remember their match from earlier this year? Guess what? It was class. I know Ryan liked that match. Um, their match from the five star last year was class. Yeah. This was class. One of the best matches of the tournament for my money. Probably top five in my tournament. Obviously, I'm a little I I admit I'm a little selfish when it comes to not selfish, but I I favor. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill um and and julia for the most part, julia. unabashed fan of uh yeah julia is just you know been 
phenomenal this whole tournament as well. Uh, very physical. Literally starts off with a backdrop driver. Mm-hmm. Like the match just the bell rings and Julia hits her with one, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, what's happening? Slow down. Uh, but fantastic stuff. They, you know, they killed each other for 15 minutes, and it was a perfectly used draw. Had more feeling to it because they haven't used them. Yeah. Um, and Julia still can't beat Mayu Yutani. She has never beaten Mayu Yutani. They've only either drawn or Mayu's won. I love it. I love that. So, Eventually it'll happen. I don't know how. For the Red Star. Yeah. For the for the world uh the world of star title. Ooh, for the so that would be like what? Julia gets the belt and then has yeah, to defend Julia has it. The belt. Big match against Mayu. Dream Queendom. So. Not maybe not this year, but next year, Dream Queendom. Well, that's if Mayu wins the tournament, which I will never get my hopes up for again. So. No. Well, well, if Julia wins the tournament, right? Julia wins the tournament, well, wins the I belt. Expect her to win this year's tournament. Is uh, the tournament winner here going to do? Are they doing a G one climax gimmick where the tournament winner here goes on? They will. Yeah, they'll they'll go to Dream Queen. All right. Like, so that's know, like Sherry did last year. That's like Just hopefully there's no briefcase. Oh, you never know. People love their physical <laughs> there items. Was last year. There was also two tag team matches on the show as well, both for championships. So there was the Artist of Stardom Championship with Oedo Tai defending their titles again against Hazuki, Kaguma, and Hanen. This match was fantastic. Really? I was considering looking at this the, thing that there were tag matches here that whether or not I should watch these. It was good? The best performance of Hanen's career. Not even close. Like, Ooh. she went out there she they made her the focus of this match and it was brilliant you know it was the usual like koguma is barely in the uh tag team matches because she just doesn't show up for them which is very funny i know it's the ryan way it's like it's like ryan is playing the game uh you've got momo and hazuki killing each other of course because that's always a must always fantastic mm-hmm. but they made this focus about hanan and she Rose to the occasion, the best performance of her career. I think this is the match that you walk away from. And you're like, that's why she's the future ace. Legitimately, like, that's what I walked away saying. Like, she, I'm not going to, I don't want to spoil it for anyone because I think you have to watch her performance. But she pretty much has put her entire five star, which I think she's really shown improvement yeah. from start to finish. And she's making it count. And this match showed that she wasn't off on anything. She didn't miss anything. She showed a baby face, like fire that you really want to see out of her performance of her career. Fantastic stuff. Congratulations, Hanan. You know, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't win. Oh, no, <laughs> but, but you will someday and it'll be worth it because my God was on the edge of my seat thinking she was going to win here. Yeah, no, Hanan has definitely gotten a lot better during this tournament, I would think. I, You know, that Starlight Kid match was good. I mean, back-to-back She's with Hazuki so ready as to well. move on She's yeah, the future stuff. I think post-tournament it is. She's losing that title. and Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. It's going to put her through the ground. Going into a, a tag title sort of division, probably. I mean, mm. I, I don't, she's not white belt. That's that's like the weird not like yet. that's the weird like, like problem with stardom. Maybe not problem per se. They don't have a mid. Yeah, they need a real mid card belt, and they don't have one. Yeah, the white card is elevated. So is what is this New Japan? The white belt is elevated so much that it's like ah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if Hanan can do that like, now. It's uh, hmm. like, 
it's so funny talking to people that like come to get... Star and they're like, oh yeah, the Wonders, the mid card belt. I'm like, yeah, it's not really. I guess the SWA title, maybe, but that's she wouldn't be able to but challenge like, that. They have the rules. So yeah, she's she useless. Yeah, so like, she... Mayu's champion, and I have forgotten so many times. Yeah, uh, yeah, that, I, they have a lot of belts, but if they take the SWA out, which I think they will, since they have the IWGP for the same purpose, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, they should add something. Yeah. She's like the high speeds one, but only for select few. That's also a great point is in star, obviously in new Japan, it's different, but in stardom, how, what hierarchy, where is the IWGP women's belt located in the hierarchy? They of- pretty much told us it's like, it's so weird. Right. Like how I mean, they explain it. They're like, it doesn't matter, but it does. Yeah. But it's not bigger than the red or white, but it is. But it's not. Yeah. I'm like, it's what? like it's like a. It's almost like another world title, I guess. Yeah, I don't think you'll ever main event over a red belt match. I think that's the basis I've gotten from it. It's sure. supposed to be defended on major New Japan shows mm-hmm. and some major Stardom shows. Yeah. And probably so they'll like, use that in America to defend or whatever. And the strong shows and whatever. So, yeah, it's the weird system they got going on there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Rossi hasn't figured it out yet. I don't think he actually has control over that belt. <laughs> I also don't think so. I but, think that is uh, Bushi Road that has control. Yeah. And partly New Japan. Yeah, I, I mean, I I feel like Gato and Rossi are probably working in like in conjunction, but he doesn't have like full I need, control. I need the picture. I just need the picture of them together. I just need it. <laughs> I want For so G- many reasons. I want Gato wearing the hat. That's what I want. Um, and, and Rossi <laughs> and Rossi has the bandana thing over a, the majority that'd be of the iconic eyes. stuff right there. That'd be great. Also, the main event was the Goddesses of Stardom title. Tam Nakano and Natsupoi defended successfully to Mirai and Ami Saray. Boy, do they love Ami Saray here. That's what I'm wondering. Oh, my God. I'm so sick of Ami Saray. Really? I don't like her nearly as much as everyone else does. Like, I mm. think all Western fans have, like, turned a page and they love Ami Saray. I don't. <laughs> I think she is a great finisher now, the Fire Thunder Driver, which she looks like she kills people. Yeah. I think that's great. But otherwise, I'm just watching a tree wrestle, and it's very boring to me. <laughs> I said Alex loves Ami Saray, so, like, this is an extra attack on him. Yeah. But, like, and I, I've, said, I've said the tree comment, so it's not like he doesn't know. That's who I said it to. He's like, you just, you just called the woman a tree. I was like, well, sorry. She's as boring as one. Um, yeah, I just don't love her as much as other people yeah and i think i think she has used the tournament to improve for sure i agree to that i think the tournament improves everyone for the most part you know mirai clearly improving mm-hmm. hanan i don't clearly improving hanan of course but i don't need the these two challenging for tag titles for like at least six months at least they can challenge for the artists because they probably will with shuri eventually again and mm-hmm. win them that's fine mm-hmm. but for now please get away from these this was probably their best title match um but i mean it's almost really really difficult to have a bad match with the two that they were facing so yeah yeah 
Though I felt that way with Hazuki and Koguma, then they went to a 30 minute draw. So, yeah, well, this also draws always change the game. This also was not to point Akana's first title defense, so they got they got yeah. ways to go some more. Yeah, but uh, they didn't, we didn't get a challenger after the match. That was the one real shame. No, we got one after the artist. We're going to the tag league, though. So I think that might be part of it. Uh, right after this, oof. <laughs> the tag league's gonna bang. I mean, probably was great last year. Probably. Can we bring in? Let's let's bring in uh, some random ass indie women's wrestlers into the tag league. Classic, yeah. classic stardom way. Bring in some random yeah. ass women's indie wrestlers. Uh, let's bring in who do we got? Who do we? Let's bring in uh, Maddie Renkowski. And you know, Ava White's like six foot tall. Ooh, really? Yeah. Who's who's the Mission Pro tag team? I think it's Maddie Renkowski and. Uh, What's her name? Dude, I don't know. Let's bring in them. Let's bring in them. That's what I'm talking about. Come on, people. Get with me here. Mission Pro. Do the connection. Thunder Rosa. Do it, I guess. Right? You know know what I'm saying? Scotty, you know what I'm saying? Manuel Kasky and Rochelle Chanel. Remember her? She's the one that did like the... I don't know who any of these are. Anyways. Is that Drake Maverick's wife? No. Oh. No. Uh, five star Grand Prix. So, how do you feel about the tournament as a whole right now? I'm to, for reference. I'm only up to night nine. I know I'm behind. I was hoping to catch up, but I had a I had a migraine this week, so I could not catch up and look at the TVs all that much. So that was fun. It happens happens so to the best of us. How many times? How many times do we record? Yeah, I, I might be part of the reason. <laughs> I you know it was an ice strain migraine. So we recorded. I had a migraine on Tuesday. And then I was at just having ice strains jumbles on Thursday for that CM Punk audio. But uh, anyways, what do you think about this tournament so far? For me, uh, I think this tournament has been pretty good for the most part. Uh, I At night nine, I there wasn't like a huge... There was a, a couple great matches. But even then, when I recall them, there was nothing that really like, you know, set it apart as like, there wasn't a night of great matches or anything like that. It was just sort of like one match that was like, oh, that was great. Julia versus Starlight Kid was great. Uh, Hazuki versus, I mean, Julia. Julia was probably the best so far in the tournament that I've seen. Um, you know, but it sounds like based on what you're sort of talking about with night 13, it sounds like this might have been the night of the tournament, which I'm excited to see now. Uh, but how do you feel seeing everything so far? How do you feel about this five star this year? Uh, it's been a fantastic tournament. I mean, I never go into a show thinking every match is going to deliver because sure, that would be absurd. I mean, the G1, I don't think that's ever happened. So It's happened the G1 years ago, but that, it's happened. Well, yeah, when they have five matches on a show, but this these usually have at least ten. Like they, they When they have these GP shows, they have a lot of matches. They're getting a lot done despite having 21 days to do it. Mm-hmm. Um so like I never expect a show to be fully like great or something. The Corkins are the closest you'll get to that is because they're just entertaining and the 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 uh, atmosphere is fantastic. So it's like you know you do what you got to do, but yeah, I think I think overall it's delivered in every way that I expected it to. Yeah. Um, they've taken advantage of the 15 minute draws to just make it all action all the time, which has been awesome. Yeah. And you're really seeing, I think you've really seen the best of the best in stardom 
show that they're the best in the best more than ever mm-hmm. because 15 minutes really challenge you to show your creativity show your ability and do it to the best and i think you know looking at my little five-star guide here like hazuki's the mvp so far sure. she also had the most matches so far but you know you have the likes of julia who's just been phenomenal uh mayu's been secretly good and she has all of her big matches left like she the rest of the way her matches are suzu suzuki tomorrow which is you know amazing um can't wait for that you have hazuki at another korokin Mm -hmm. momo watanabe which i think is the best matchup in stardom consistently Mm -hmm. um either that or mayu and julia at this point and then she has Starlight Kid as well. So she has really like this hitter row left. Uh, Suzu Suzuki's at. She's only had four uh, matches so far. Yeah, she only has four matches. So Suzu Suzuki's schedule goes as follows. She has Mayu Great. tomorrow. Great. Sight Ida next weekend, which actually could be really solid. I agree. Momo Watanabe, which is going to be like brutal war. Yeah. Mina Shirakawa, which like really interests me for like so many reasons of like how can mina wrestle suzu suzuki suzuki versus hanan oh no that's <laughs> she's gonna die <laughs> uh suzuki versus ami saray suzuki versus starlight kid and of course suzu suzuki versus julia so whoo <laughs> that's a great like, final <laughs> that's a good final match like, right there it's gonna be really hard for Su- i Truthfully, because of how great Suzuki's already been in her four matches, mm-hmm. I think she has the inside track on her way to an MVP. Yeah. Um, you, like, it's, she just had, like, her match with Mirai, right, was so good mm-hmm. that it's like, oh, she has an advantage now. Because, like, I look at the strongest competitors in this tournament, and I don't consider Mirai as part of the Mayu Julius. Saya, Starlight Kid, Momo, Hazuki packed. Mm-hmm. And she's already had two really good or if not great matches with at least Mirai and Natsupoi. Yeah, so like she's she has an inside track. I think everyone's shown I think the Red Stars block has been as expected. You know, you have a little weaker of a thing, but the top wrestlers are delivering in their spots. Um like if I had to give an MVP for the Red Stars block, probably be Azumi or Risa Sarah's been pretty good. Risa Sarah's been Risa Sarah's been very solid. Yeah, that, like she has nothing for me below like she's nothing below at least like pretty good. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Um, the Maiko Utami match was good, but that was maybe like one. Yeah, Utami's probably the MVP because her matches with Micah and Shuri have been mm-hmm. the best. That probably been the best of that block. And it sounds like the Azume was also still pretty good, if albeit short. Yeah, it just was really short. It would have been even better if it got more time. So yeah, Utami's probably the MVP there. Well, let's talk about the Red Stars block. Uh, off top of the block, we got a uh, tied for twelve. Tw- twelve. Tied with 12 points currently, Azume and Hameka. Uh, Azume has currently, at the time of recording, four matches left, while Hameka only has two. So 
It looks like Osme is probably going to surpass Hameka in terms of points. Uh, all, you know, very likely, I guess. Osme is Koguma, Sayaka, Kashima, and Sarah left. So it looks like she'll probably earn a couple points there, probably pass Hameka. So um, well, how do you think about those two female wrestlers there? Um, Zoom, you see Asami and Hameka. Yes. Uh, it'll work thing. Um, I think neither of them are winning the block. <laughs> really? Who do you think's going to win the block then? Um, uh, I think it's probably Tam. Mm, Tam, Tam with eight, Tam po- eight points currently. She's got how many? She also has the least amount of matches wrestled in the block. Yeah, she has six matches left. Yeah, so, um, I think, I think Tam is on her way probably to winning it so that she can fight Julia. Because mm-hmm. hello, that makes the most sense. Um, if not, I've been pretty set on Micah being the other one as like the Momo from last year, mm-hmm. where you know she's not going to win, but she's going to she gets to a final, much like Micah did two years ago. If Azumi made it, be amazing, but that is not happening. Yeah, so she's getting the Starlight Kid run from last year, where she was in contention the final day, but she's not going to make it. Yeah, and Tam Nakano actually has six matches while she also shares that number with uh, Unagi Sayaka, Saki. Saki, and Risa Sara. So three other people she shares that six matches left total with. Yes. If Wikipedia is go. to be believed. Um, uh, Micah, she's got 10 points. She's also in the top there. She has left uh, Himeka, Momokogo, and Unagi Sayaka. Oh, and Sakurai. Uh, so I, I think she's been pretty good uh, in this tournament so far. I thought that, it, like I said, that Tommy Hayashida match was pretty good. Other than that, I don't really recall anything specifically that jumps out to me, but I think she's been solid. Um, Micah had a big weekend this past week, not this weekend, the last weekend she wrestled both Shuri and Tam, Tam <coughs> which was like kind of insane. Because if you just think about like who they are and how important they are, that's like, you know, those big two matches. I will say that it was the Shuri match was uh, good. It just never reached the point I wanted it to. The Tam match was really good. Mike has been fine. She's been solid. She's she's often a very solid competitor. Um, she's a good tournament wrestler for the most part. Um, I don't know where Ryan went, everybody, so I hope he's okay. I hope he's alive. I hope he's well, but I don't know where he went. I don't know what happened to him. Uh, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna wing it here. I don't know if he could hear me either. Uh, I just heard him coughing and then he disappeared from my screen while I was looking over stats. So yeah, um, I'll move on in the tournament based off the points because that's what he's going off of i'm back <coughs> oh you're alive i didn't know i didn't really know if you died or not so i was like i hope he's okay but i will move on <coughs> oh, I was he's not okay drinking water and it went down the wrong way oh god sorry about that folks it's tough it's tough when you're drinking the thing that's usually supposed to help you get get that out you know? yeah yeah because then, then there and then if you saw in the background of the video that jesse came up worried and I was trying to remind yes. to her that I was like, I was drinking water and that's what caused it. And she was like, oh, okay. And then ran over and grabbed water and handed it to me. I was like, I don't want water. This is the problem. Water. You're fine, Jesse. You're fine. I you're, pointing to the you're fine. I wasn't pointing to the pancake. I was pointing to the water bottle. Ah, anyways, 
Utami Hayashishida, Koguma, Mai Sakurai, Tan Makano, Shuri, Risa Sarah all have eight points. There's a lot of matches left. I'm not going to go through every single one. But quick block here. What do you think? What do you, how do you think about these these ladies here? Um, You know, like we said, Risa Sarah has been solid. I think Utami's probably the MVP of the Red Stars block so far. Tam screams winner. My Sakurai being amongst these people is stunning. Um, Shuri's been sure it's been, it's really been weird to see Shuri lose so many times. Um, not used to that, but yeah, I, I mean, I think Risa Sarah could be in the conversation come that final night. I think she's at four and two, she'd get a match with Shuri on the final night. Mm-hmm. So, Shuri might be playing spoiler for Risa Sarah. It's possible, all things or may- would be interesting, maybe vice versa, depending how things shake out. Shuri yeah. has Tamakano, needs a lot of help. Shuri has Tamakano left, Momokogo, Risa Sarah, and Saki. Um, uh, who was the other person that we were sort of talking about there? Uh, my Sakurai, she has left Utami Hayashishida. Uh-oh. Uh, Micah, eh, maybe Sarah and Saki. And the other one you're talking about, uh, Tamakano, we kind of were talking about. She has Shuri left, Hayashishida, Momokogo, Saika, Sari, and Saki as well. Sarah and Saki Yay. have a lot of matches left. Um, Yay. Yeah, no. So yeah, I think it's really, I think you're right in saying that more than likely the winner is in this eight per eight point block here. Yeah. Um, it's just a matter of how things shake out. Cause a lot of these people yeah. in here as well have six matches left. So there's a lot of, a yeah, lot I mean, of opportunities to get points. I think Tam's on our way to the win still. I think Tam and Julia just makes the most sense. Uh, and then the last four people in the block here, Kind of just group grouping people here together for time. Uh, Saki Kashima, Saki herself. Uh, Saki Kashima has six points. Saki has four points. Unagi Saika and Momokogo both have two points. Kind of talked about earlier. Unagi Saika, two points. Really? What are we doing here? Yeah, she's uh, she's lost a lot of her everything in terms of where she mostly placement on the card. Yeah, kind of shocking. Mm-hmm. Never expect her to have two points, especially because she did really well last year. Well, I'm, I'm uh, looking at still... I'm looking at last year now. She ended with nine points, but that was third to last in the block. Yeah, but nine points then was a ten person block too. True, true. So those extra points this year. It also helped um, that Ruaka was in that and had zero points, so everyone was able to get true. a lot more points. She also beat Tan last year, so which she could still do this year. I think sure. that's very possible. Uh, get her a big win. Um, but yeah, I don't have much to say about all these folks. Yeah, you know, bottom of the block. Unagi is just bottom one. Bottom of the block. Unagi, I guess she also has Tanakano, Azume, Koguma, Mika, Hameka, and Momokogo. So she has six matches left, so plenty of time to get more points. Maybe it's just that's the situation. But even there, I mean, Kano, Azume, Koguma, Moka, uh, Mika, Hameka, Kogo. You know, probably get a couple points here and there, but she's not going to get all the points from that. So she's going to probably end somewhere around the middle. Uh, Blue Stars block. At the top of the block, who has been at the top of the block for a good while now, Hazuki with 14, excuse me, 14 points. I'm dying again. Scotty, go ahead. All right. Well, as he dies again, as you <laughs> said, um, so long. Uh, let's rug. Uh, enjoyed the podcast with you, my friend. Uh, <laughs> um, Hazuki has been nothing but phenomenal at the top of the block. She has been the 
person to watch. She's had just phenomenal match after phenomenal match. Great performance, great performance. She's bringing the best out of the bottom of this tournament as well. Uh, she she couldn't be more ready for a title reign. Yeah, it's gonna take some time, but I'm just happy to see her succeed. Get get a lot of points. She might lose out, but it was it was fun to it was fun to see. Yeah, she's definitely gonna be in the terms of you know final contention uh of who might win uh she, she only has momo the final night so. yeah her and momo are the actually oh no sorry her hazuki is the only person with three matches left momo has four matches left hazuki was left to face uh iwatani watanabe and saida uh momo watanabe has iwatani julia hazuki and suzuki left oh hazuki and suzuki um yeah no uh momo's at six so she's not gonna win I mean, if she wins every single one, that's two, four, six, eight plus six. That's I think it's fourteen. The ties of Hazuki, you know. If Hazuki wins her the, next match, Natsu is eliminated. Yeah, that's if his, how dominant she was. We're at the point now where if Hazuki wins a match, like like I just said, half the half the field's out. Yes, if Hazuki wins a match, uh, Momo's out. Like for example, Momo's already out. Oh, it will. No, I think she could. She can. Well, she technically is in, but she's out. She could. Well, she could win if she wins every single one of her she matches, has to win out. which includes right. beating Hazuki. Uh, she would have. To, uh, yeah, it gets tricky. And though, Hazuki has like, to lose every match, <laughs> so you have to you have to take everyone else into account too. Yes, yeah. Momo's had a tough time, but yeah, it's pretty much if Hazuki wins, everyone below Mayu is out. Yeah. Uh, Mayu is at six points. That's that's a lot of people. But uh, yeah, Mayu it's is at nine points. Yes, 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 yes. Um, but Hazuki has been, I think, really good. I think she's been really good in this tournament. For what I've seen Which, so far, nine points is funny because we finally got our draw. Yeah, it is. Sayakamatani, uh, twelve points, second in the block here. Uh, she has left to face. Um, she has left to face Julia Shirakawa, uh, Mirai, and Ami Saray. She just started to finally heat up in terms of like match quality, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Hazuki match and the what did I just watch today? Oh, Suzuki the, match, the Hazuki so and the yeah, Suzuki I combo. Think those are her two best. She's you know back at that level that you expect her to be. She's not going to win this tournament, but hopefully we get a Suzuki title match out of that. That's all I want. She probably loses two more times if I had to guess. Probably to Ami Saran last night, so gross, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> it's certainly possible for her to win in just terms of logistics. Um, yeah. You know, but I guess it remains to be seen. I mean, Julia is a tough one. It would be, be stunning one. if she won. I think she de- can definitely pull two, maybe four points left of who she has, uh, at least. Yeah. Like um, certain people have one loss left, I think, in their chamber. Yeah. Saya, she beat Hazuki, so she actually has a little room. Yeah, so she has she has some space, but well, a lot of people see. didn't beat Hazuki, so that also is the game we're playing. Yeah, uh, Julia with eleven points as well. Like we said, she had the draw today. She has left to face uh, Saya Kamatani, Momo Watanabe, uh, Suzu Suzuki, and Ami Sarei. Oh my God, three of those matches are going to be insanely good. Yeah, fuck. Fuck you, Ami Um <laughs> I, Well, I which, think uh, I do think it though probably that could be pretty good with Julia against Julia. I think it's going to be yeah. Julia's good. on her bullshit this tournament. Yeah, um, like she's just she's just doing shoot headbutts every match at this point, which is terrifying. 
but you know, we 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 stand or whatever whatever the children say. Um, it's my gimmick. Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> I'm hip. With, I'm hip been, with the kids. She's been phenomenal. Like, sh- there's no one else that should win this tournament. Yeah, she she should be winning this tournament, winning the title. Call it a wrap. Move on. She is ready to be champion of this company. I could see. I could honestly see it come down to. She also might have like three of my top five matches. <clears throat> it's possible for her to win. Obviously, she does have three of my top five matches. There we go. Oh, yeah, shit. I imagine That's the Iwatani's in there. Starlight Kid match was fantastic. I watched that yesterday. And the Hazuki ones in there too for me. Yeah, but from night That's one too. Crazy. I could see her possibly winning the match, but I could also see Suzu Suzuki playing spoiler. Yeah, I'm I looking at that and I'm like, she, I, I Julia's lost. Now that draws are in play, mm-hmm. that could go to a draw so that you get another match out of those two mm-hmm. while you also get her to the finals. That's what they did last year with Shuri. Shuri went to a draw. Julia's, if that, if let's say she loses the Suzuki match, that would be, and wins every other match, that'd be six points that would bring well, her up to... losing to momo for anyone that doesn't know that yet so be prepared yeah <clears throat> plus julia's already lost to hazuki so that's yes oof so she's big, playing big catch-up still uh tied of 10 points and also as a tag team mariah and ami saray um ami saray has left uh julia kamatani uh shirakawa and suzuki while mariah has kamatani starlight kid saida shirakawa yeah, I, I, yeah, they're not going to win. They're both at 10 points. They're high up here. I think, you know, this <laughs> sort of... If Mariah wins, we might see a riot. Yeah, I don't I don't think she needs to win. I mean, a lot of the people she has left are... Eh, two of the people she has left are big names. Uh, Ami Saray has a lot more big... Eh, yeah, a lot more... Three big names left, so... I mean, you know, maybe either of them could maybe play spoiler at last night. Who were they facing last night? Do you have that in front of you? Um, Mariah, they were both. Uh, you mean today? No, who are there? Who are Mariah and Ami Saray facing oh, in the final? Oh, night? oh, sorry. Ami's facing Saya, and Mariah is facing Saida. Mm, so Ami could play spoiler. Mariah's getting a win. She'll probably finish in like the top four or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm guessing Ami also plays spoiler. Yeah, certainly possible there. But I think probably, they're going to finish with respectable numbers. The two of them, though, I think this tournament have been fairly good, but nothing to me as screams like they've had a great match. Except that Mirai Suzu Suzu Mariah match Suzu that was pretty good. That, they, that, was, that was so far my match of the tournament. Um, at nine points, Mayu Watani. Uh, I'm a rope in here as rope in here as well. Eight points, Natsupoi. So we got Mayu Watani at nine points, Natsupoi. Eight points, Iwatani has left Starlight Kid, Momo Watanabe, Hazuki, and Suzuki. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's a rough four matches for Mayu. That's what we call that's what we call hit row, yeah. Uh, hit row, hit row. Uh, Natsupoi has Starlight Kid, Saida, Shirakawa, and Hanen left, so she's definitely gonna get some points here. But H A Hanan, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely gonna get some points here. So, uh, yeah, I don't have, I don't have much. I mean, Mayu's been great, mm-hmm. but. How, how about not supposed been fine you know uh, she's been good been, she's been good she hasn't she hasn't been as impressive as she, i wanted her to be in this tournament i think so her match with natsu uh with uh mayu was really good her match with 
I'm not. Let me let me look at the, my. Like consult the guide. You got to consult the guide, of course. Yeah. Well, I want to. I just want to. I just want to tell you how I think uh, Boy has been doing correctly. No, of course. I I do agree. She's been underwhelming for what I expect from her. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy her and Hazuki. I'm pretty sure, but the uh, her not her and uh, Sayaka Tani was a little underwhelming. Seeing that their title match was great. Uh, Natsupoi and Momo was good. And yeah, her and Mayu. But she, I still think it's like underwhelming in the sense that she had a great year. She's still been like, I think, Starm's breakout wrestler this year in terms of just kind of rising up the card. But mm-hmm. yeah, there's, there's definitely some underwhelming in there because you expect like, you expect her to be in that upper echelon that I was talking about earlier. Yeah. And I, I think she's not. Unlike Mayu, who we're talking about here, who absolutely is. Of course. Um, Momo Watanabe, Starlight Kid, both have six points as well. Uh, Momo has left Mayu Itani, Julia, Hazuki, and Suzuki. Talk about another hit row there. Oh, boy. Hit row, hit row. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Uh, And Starlight Kid has left Mayu Itani, Saya Ida, Natsupoi, Shirakawa, Mirai and Suzuki. So she has one, two, three, four, five, six matches left. A uh, lot of time for her to go, but you know, so with six points. Wait, who has six matches left? Uh, Starlight Kid. Um, and she only has six points. Oh, that's crazy. So she crazy. certainly has enough. I've seen her wrestle already a lot. Yeah. Uh, she certainly has enough of a chance to get some points. Six points. So she definitely go up in the card. Uh, well, up in the block here. Um, it's gonna be you know a little tough maybe, but but I think she can pull it out. Starlight Kid's absolute class. I just want to point that out to everyone. She's so good already. It's very unfair. I think she is a for me personally. I would put her as a top runner uh, for the IWGP Women's. That's what I would do. Um. Well, she won't win it, but I could see her being in the. Actually, no. She already's a match set for that show, so she's not gonna win it. Oh, good point. Good point. She could do double duty. I don't know why they announce those. I don't know either. Unless unless it's like they're doing a booking Idiots. change, but they never do that. Uh, and then in the bottom of the barrel here, we got Mina Shirakawa with four points, Sai Ida, and Suzu Suzuki of two ever, points. Don't you ever put Suzu Suzuki in the same conversation? I, I didn't give her I didn't give her only two points. She's Well, she's only had four matches. That's not my fault. Uh, bottom of the barrel, currently in the blocks, Mina Shirakawa, four points, who is doing better than Suzu Suzuki. Uh, Saida, Suzu Suzuki at two points, and Hanan with zero. Obviously, we're not expecting Hanan. You watch your mouth. Hanan only has four matches left. Suzu Suzuki has like a billion. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight matches left. So she's definitely going to yeah, climb up. She's on every card the rest of the way. Uh, Shirakawa has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven matches left. That's a lot more matches than I thought. Uh, seven? She has seven left? Yeah, she has seven left. Uh, that's insane. Sai Ida has yes. one, two, three, four, five, six matches left. Hanan only has four. So Hanan, Hanan only has four. She has Sai Ida, Natsupoi, Shirakawa, and Suzuki. Maybe mm-hmm. she can get a point. Yeah, Suzuki's gonna get a respectable number. She's gonna lose. She'll probably go like 50-50. Yeah. Yeah, I think she has way too many big matchups to win them all now. She's not. She's probably not going to beat. She's probably not going to beat Mayu to yeah, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. If I had to guess, because you want to keep Mayu in the hunt, if she loses, she's kind of out. Um, yeah, 
she'll probably beat Starlight Kid. I think she. Well, you have to remember, she two of her matches got postponed. Yes, like, I'm pretty sure she would probably be three and three right now. What were the first two? Starlight Kid and Ami Saray. Yeah, so Starlight Kid match is now happening at Stardom and Showcase. Mm-hmm. The Starlight Kid match, I could Starlight Kid match, maybe. I think she was going to win that one, and then I think she would. I think she would have won the Ami Saray. That was night one, and they probably wanted to establish her right Mm -hmm. off the rip. Yeah, and then Ami Saray, they might have had her lose or win either one. Yeah, I'd like to say that she would have won both. Well, I mean, if Ami Saray won that one, she would currently have twelve points. I don't think. I don't. I don't know. I think Suzu probably would have won both. Yeah, she'd be at. Three and three right now. Yeah, and then she would have so, six points with with. It would be it would make a lot more sense than what she's currently at. Yeah, if she won the first two, she would be at six points tied with Momo and Starlight, and that feels like a better spot. Yes. yes. But yeah, but that's Stardom. That's the five star right there. That's Stardom. Let's do our Q and A and get the hell out of here. Yeah, we uh uh. I think five star. I think based on what you're saying, it's going to heat up a little bit more uh, with a less, especially with this stretch of matches, a couple hit rows for Yo, people. Oh, that's crazy. What? Yeah. Did the queen die um, again? No. <laughs> WXW announced a uh, Grand Prix tag tournament or something. Mm-hmm. Round robin tournament. Mm-hmm. And Eric Young and Alexander Wolf are teaming up. And they're called Sanity. And I think that's <laughs> hilarious. That's awesome. That's Violence a- is Forever is also in it. Is Big, is Big Demo in there? Uh, He is not, actually. Yeah, um. Chris Brooks and his tag team partner that I can never remember, uh, Masa something. No. Isn't it? And um, two really good guys from like Big Japan. Or, oh, Irie and some other guy. We can all check Anyways, it out. So I, enjoyed, I enjoyed the WXW, uh, what's their yearly tournament called? Gold, gold something? Whatever it is, something gold. I thought I enjoyed that tournament, so maybe go check that one as well. Uh, yeah, we got a bunch of questions here. We asked for Q&A through Twitter at Pod and also uh, on Twitter uh, through us, and people responded. We also asked some questions on the Discord, the Countout Discord, which, of course, you can join by going oh, to Oh, the... I got a question in the uh, DMs. Let me go get it. Cool, question in the DMs. Slid in the DMs yeah, for you. You, you, can, you can go with yours first. I just need to Sure. Uh, we also, if you want to ask questions to us in any of those instances or interact with the show as well, join the Discord. Join the Countout Discord. There's a link tree in the Countout Pod Twitter account. Uh, click on that link tree. There's a link there that goes to immediately joins the Discord. Uh, go check it out. I think I set up a bit.ly at one point, but I don't remember what that was. I can probably look it up uh, momentarily. Uh, but basically, we got a bunch of questions here. So let's get to it. We also have some questions from last time that I've been saving for this next time. So I had questions last oh, really? time we had it. So yeah. So we had a couple. So I'll go to those first. Uh, this is from at Sandre Bjorn. If you could pick one wrestler from Tokyo Joshi Pro and one from a stardom for Tony Khan to sign and bring into AEW, who would they be? Oh, Jesus. No, no one. <laughs> no one i mean yeah because the question uh, is that you're bringing them out of stardom right that's the idea yeah yuka sakazaki sign her full-time mm-hmm. out of tjpw yeah and uh, mostly because i don't i'm not as high on yuka as everyone else so it's okay i think i like yuka but like i don't want to lose makito and i also don't want to lose um 
Uh, don't want to lose Miyamashita at all. Yeah, I don't want to uh, lose Yamashita in Tokyo. For, sure. for stardom? Stardom? I'm not sending them anyone that good. Saya Ida. Wow. Damn. Why not? I do you, you like Saida. I do like Saida. Really not enough. Uh, they got me and Shirakawa. Fuck you guys. Oh, she'll get over. She's gonna, she's gonna be like one of the best wrestlers on that <laughs> roster. She'll get over too. And well, she's, she's also she's also like training she, she's now. Gonna, she's gonna make Madison Rain look like a <laughs> absolute nerd. Mina Shirakawa is actually not a bad idea because she's also get over. Mina is also training people, if I'm not mistaken. So that would also she, be a good idea. Over. She would. She would not only get over or Unagi. To be fair, Mina would not only be a, a great idea because she would one get over, two put on good matches, three train people to be better. When in wrestlers. doubt, when in doubt, send the cosmic angel. Yeah, that's actually legitimately not a good, not a bad idea. I would actually one hundred percent co-sign that. Next question. Next question. Uh, this is from Ethan Spire. Uh, what do you think is the realistic ceiling for Ruwaka in her current fo- current form? Uh, of course, this is an old question, but kind of still relevant. Feels like she hasn't moved up after dropping the future belt the way Unagi did, and also feels like Hana is passing her too. Plus, the main event scene is already stacked with powerhouse wrestlers. We kind of touched on this a little bit with like Hana moving up. Is like, what's that? Sorry. Thank you. Uh, powerhouse wrestlers. Uh, we kind of talked about this a little bit of Hanan eventually moving out of the future of stardom title picture where there's not really a great place to go after that. It's kind of, you form a tag team, you know, you do, you know, there's no, there's a great disparity between the future of stardom and uh white belt territory. SWA is kind of in there. Who the heck knows? I know Scotty's dancing to Hanan in his head. Um, but similar, I guess I'm going to, I'm going to expand this question Kind of already talked about Hanan, but what do you think about Ruwaka, who's been there a lot longer than her, obviously? She will be a heel challenger to at least the wonder. Yeah. Much like Natsuko Tora has been. Yeah, I can see for, that. Her career. Sure. Um, not to lump them in together, but that's probably where. Um, if she gets better over time and you never know she's still very young so it's hard to fully predict but yeah that's probably what i see her as a heel challenger who can probably give hanan a good rivalry well we got a question that came in just as (laughs) i got the notification for a new question ask it right now ask it right now okay let me pull it up uh this is h-a-n-a-n hanan this is from at ryan dilbert uh uh, oh. Is Kiyomiya ready to be the Noah Ace? Ooh, great question. <sighs> I watched the M1 victory. Uh, <laughs> I liked him so much more before he changed back to the blonde. I was <laughs> really loving him. They changed black to the blonde. He's doing all the Muto moves. He is ready. He is. I think he is ready. It's just like he keeps changing too much and it's hurting himself, if that makes sense. He's definitely oh. ready, though. Like, they don't have anyone else that. I guess, like, you have Kano and you have yeah. Nakajima. Like, He's not they can still be aces. Currently, well, Nakajima's not. <laughs> not yet, yet. But. Disappointingly. But my main, I would love my main, Nakajima was. But my main point is, like, they're older. Yeah. You want someone young to just push you forward like think about it ddt has uh kanosuke mm-hmm. 
Um, Despite being there for New a Japan, century. Yeah, New Japan obviously has Okada. Mm-hmm. Still, he's still the ace. Just Moxley is now certifiedly the ace of AEW. Yeah, Moxley's the ace of AEW. Cody Rhodes is the ace of WWE. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm kidding, but I'm not. Seth Rollins probably. Uh, I was going to say, it's probably Seth. But, uh, you know, all these top, Mayu's the ace, but, like, they have 75 other options, too. Um, yeah, it has to be Kaito. Who else are you going to pick? Yeah, <laughs> like, Ka- They need him more now, more than literally ever. And weirdly, doing the whole Keji Muto tribute act, <coughs> which I don't think the Keji Muto tribute act is a good move for someone to be an ace. Not a full time tribute act. No, yeah, but in in has become. But in this company, <laughs> this company of how it is now, that's gonna be set. that's all. That's what they need to give him to be him good to come the ace. Though. Good I, question. The, the problem, answer is yes, he's ready because they don't have any other options. I was about to say the the thing is is that he is the only one I think is possible to be their ace. There's he no also one else. shows signs of like, oh, this guy, yeah, he's the ace. Yeah, and then like he'll do things. And I'm like, eh, well, we talked about it also as well. I would have loved if he never won the title to begin with. The world title to begin yeah, with. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, it's like Takeshita has won like seven times already. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like you're 26. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know I he might be younger. I don't know how old he is. I think he's in a better spot now, certainly, than he's ever been, but. In this case, 27. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I He has to. He's, he's won the top title in DDT five times. For, for him to step up even more, I don't, you know, to ace level, I, I don't know. I think it's kind of what they have, all they have I left, know. but yeah. I, I don't know. Um, if, he go, if he can mix in the Muto stuff into what he was doing before, I think he'll be complete. Yeah, if he if he Instead does some sort of amalgamation, Muto. I agree. Do you want to ask that uh, question in the DMs? Oh yeah, yeah. sorry, I, I, that's what I was trying to do. I completely forgot what I was trying. To do. <laughs> you're fine. Give you're me fine. One second. Give me one second. Uh, all right. Um, when will Ryan repent and convert to Kagaminism? <laughs> How dare you, Alex? <laughs> How dare you? He asked that not in the DM, but on uh, the countout tweet. The oh, same I know. One. That's what. That's 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 literally what I just read it off of. He just wanted me to ask it on the show. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I responded at the time. No, never, never. As as have you seen great Kogama matches in the Stardom Five Star, huh? Or have you seen no, great? Have you seen great it. Julia matches? Have you seen great Mayu matches? Dude, what what is this comparison? <laughs> I, that's fair. Have that's you fair. seen the two main eventers do it? You hit me with like Hanan. I would have Hanan. Hanan. I like Hanan way more than I like Kogamo. I well, like I, I, you know Hanan's great. I just don't like H A N A N Hanan. Can I t- can okay? I don't much care for. I think she's a good wrestler, but I hate I, bears. I, I hate I hate bears. I hate hate beats. I hate Battlestar Galactica. I just don't like wasting the first minute of a match doing a bear gimmick and then going into a, a solid match. That's that's so kind of the bear stuff. I, I hate I the bear it. stuff. I knew it. It's the All right, stuff. move on. <laughs> get it's the bear the, stuff. There's the answer. The question, just that's just be a know. straight great wrestler. Like just can we just do that? Uh, this is from Lauren uh, Rosenberg, the host of Your Dose of Death podcast. He asks us in the Discord. Again, you can join the Discord. 
I uh, didn't figure out what that bit.ly was, but there's a link tree in the CountOutPod Twitter bio. So definitely join that and join the Discord and talk about the show. Talk about Ring Post Radio. Talk about other wrestling, whatever you want. Uh, but he asked, uh, with the potential rumors of the Young Bucks giving out feelers to WWE, how do you feel about the future of AEW if the Bucks and Kenny were to leave and not renew next year? I do want to caveat that. There is that report going around right now that the Young Bucks sent out feelers by from from reported by Cultaholic Wrestling. But in that report... Uh, it did say that they gave out feelers before their extensions were given, uh, which was like last year or two years ago or something. So this isn't like a recent news thing of them giving out feelers. This is old news. Cultaholic poorly putting it, framing it in a way that it making it new news. But still, beyond that, especially with all this punk stuff and threatening to leave, and we don't know who threatened to leave and all this stuff, how do you feel about the future of AEW, Scotty, if the Bucks and Kenny were to leave and not renew next year? Um, they'd be screwed. <laughs> yeah. All right, they wouldn't be screwed, but like it's we, called all elite wrestling, guys. We showed on Wednesday that they won't necessarily be screwed, but we also showed on Wednesday that it's there is going to be weird funk in the room. It's called all elite wrestling. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone remembers why it's called elite but it's because of the elite. And if the elite walks out the door, I'm not saying AEW is like screwed in the sense that the, you know they're going to go under and have no shot. They have plenty of stars, obviously, and they can make more. They'll be okay, surely. But as much as John Moxley is the ace, as much as Brian Danielson and Chris Jericho are locker room leaders, as much as MJF is the future of this company, mm-hmm. this company will always revolve around the elite you saw it at the pay-per-view what got the best reaction when hangman page and kenny omega went face to face in the middle of the ring yeah right and the acclaim but you know everybody loves the acclaim uh because <laughs> they're not saying like that it's always the elite yeah it's always the elite that is why people watch this company i understand maybe the ratings don't always show it mm-hmm. but i'm sure there's other demographics and listen i it takes it's an eyeball test to know how much they care about these guys yeah i don't think they're leaving but truthfully as much as i love cm punk tony khan cannot pick cm punk over the elite no no and i at the end of the day i think if it if it had to be a you have to pick one it's delete one uh via twitter like uh Matt Hardy, that's the answer. Uh, oh Jesus, please! <laughs> it, you you have to you have to keep. You know, if I can do the analogy for a second here, you know, I think when Cody left, you kind of lost in a weird way the voice of AEW. You know, the guy that was always up to bat, constantly talking about AEW and how what the means means of it and all this other stuff. And they've kind of had to figure it out since then, and it's kind of become Moxley in that ace energy a little bit. But if, you know, you kind of, so you kind of lost the voice of AEW a little bit when you lost Cody. Uh, if you lose uh, Omega and the Bucks, that's the heart and soul. Well, maybe not the heart. Maybe the heart's page or something, but they definitely lost yeah. like the soul of uh, AEW. And that's, that's a, that would be a humongous loss, not just in ratings, not just in matches, not, you know, it's, it's across the board. It, it would be a significant loss. Uh, and you also lose upper management and all that stuff. It, is not a good idea. It wouldn't be a good idea. I, you know, I get maybe they'll do that. Maybe they did feelers before it just to play ball. Cause that's what you do. But you know, 
you don't you don't take that up you don't take those offers offer seriously versus you know change it maybe the idea is you know you can change the wrestling world more by going to wwe but it no no you don't you don't do that if you're I, I, like and when i say you don't do that obviously it's tk you have to dump the brinks truck into the lap but also it's like i do not see omega and young bucks actively wanting out of this company no no i don't think so either i think I think the best way to explain it is an unfortunate circumstance, like the uh, Swerve podcast did. Um, <laughs> but these these guys have to be back, otherwise you are just playing with fire that you should not be playing with. Oh, totally, uh, Scotty. Uh, we went along long on other other conversations. We have eleven questions left, but we're at the two hour mark. I can, uh, just, I can shoot some off. I, I know they're not all long answers. Perfect. Uh, okay, give then... the limit of twelve o'clock. 12 o'clock. Okay, so we got 13 minutes left. Oh, well, yeah, I copy that. Um, this is from... Whatever, at, whatever we don't answer, we'll save, unless it's time. This is from uh, at a dumb millennial. Uh, what junior would you add to House of Torture to team with show uh, and, and make it realistic, is what he says. A realistic answer. Um, so what are you thinking? I can't pick yo. <laughs> <laughs> I would, my, you know me, I've said this on the show before. I would have 100% put yo instead of show in house of torture, but too late now shows, shows the better wrestler. That's the I thing. Agree. Like I think people forget. Yeah. Um, by the way, great seeing crowds back at a new Japan show. That was, yeah. That was, that was awesome. Fantastic should, stuff. Should do, should do that more. Uh, I have to think of the juniors in New Japan. That's like I'm looking at. (laughs) Where's a New Japan roster? How do I look at a New Japan roster? Uh, Yeah, I'll DM it to you, and I have Uh, to. I found the profile. Okay, perfect. Can you scroll down to those tag champions? Which ones? The IWGP tag champions. That's hilarious. So the profile awesome. picture for the IWGP Tag Team Champions are not like any sort of actual renders or anything from uh, no. AEW. It's just screenshots from Forbidden Door. They have so many units. That's and, insane. And 100% Dex Harwood is currently being Irish whipped in this photo. Uh, so so the whole point is you got to make it you got to make it believable. You got to make it someone that makes sense to join House of Torture. Yeah. Who 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 is ready to be part of Hot Boy Summer? That's what you're asking me. Yeah, I'll, can I? I'll throw some names at you. And how about this? Well, I'll throw some names at you, and you tell me how you feel about it. I'm going through this whole roster. It's like not okay. Pretty. Well, how about this? I'll, let me, here's some names. Hot Sauce himself, Alex Zane. No. House of Torture Sauce. Swerve on here. House of Torture uh, Sauce, Alex Zane. No, no, no. Okay. What about uh um. No, not him. I was going to say Chris Jenkinson. Get out of here. Uh, what about uh, Clark Connors? No. No. No, no. Um, Danny Limelight. He's a free agent. He's no, no longer on MLW. No. 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 Team Filthy. Is t- I think he's better no, at Team Filthy. No, that, that guy. I asked to interview that guy, and he asked me to pay him money. So, no, absolutely not. Uh, Danny Limelight. Are you kidding me? <laughs> David- I understand you got to make a living, but are you kidding me? Yeah. Um, what I said ab- no, and then he kept asking. He kept asking you. <laughs> yeah, Leo Rush. House of Torture. No, I don't know. Leo Rush and Show would be a sick tag team. Um, what about we steal him from Suzuki Goon? Uh, Doki. 
Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, let's go with Doki. Doki's let's not bad. Doki. The problem is, honestly, is... if I got to pick, I'd pick Yo. <laughs> like, and do I, Yo I and Show bring, again? I would just put them back together, but this time as heels, mm-hmm. it'd be better. I think the next member of House of Torture is probably going to be a young lion. Honestly, uh, there's no one really. Narita cr- just ruin everyone's day. There's no one currently on the roster that is like no. perfect for House question. of Torture, especially as a junior. junior the junior division is also like really weird. So. Yeah, I could see like a, a a young lion eventually joining them. But what about Ma- Ma- what about Mascara Dorada? No. Mysterioso. All right, move on. Mysterioso. What about Mysterioso? Why not? Who cares? Teton. All right, move on. That's that's the correct answer. Teton. Teton. Teton with a cool black scary mask. I just want to see Teton again. Oh man, I love Teton. Yeah, you could watch CMLL. I could. Oh, <laughs> but uh, at six stardom says, who do you want to challenge Tony Storm for the title at full gear? Shout out six star. I want. Uh, uh-huh. It kind of looks like based on their tag match they're setting up, it could be a Serena Deeb as the next challenger, but I don't think that's for the paper. Oh, full gear. A Thunder Rosa. It could it could easily be Thunder Rosa. It could easily be a Thunder Rosa, assuming she's Thunder back Rosa. in time. That, that's my pick. That's, that's an easy. Pick. If it wasn't Thunder Rosa, who would it be? That's not the question. <laughs> That's not the question, Ryan. I know it's not the question. Who would you pick? I'm asking. What do you want me to say? Nyla Rose. There we go. No, that's every other other defense. Uh, Why not at the uh, pay-per-view? Athena. Mm. Athena's not bad, I think. She just got punked out, though. Riho! Give me Riho! Yeah, I mean, that's, that's your answer. Easy peasy. Uh, I mean, uh, is it easy peasy? Because I've never, I don't see her anymore. I'll say this, Emi Sakura. That'd be great too. I just don't have the dream of her ever making it to TV again. So. Yeah, I know, I know. But uh, it is what it is. Um, I think there's a couple, there's a couple picks here. Um, you're, you're, you're a couple picks. Let's just, let's just say, let's say screw politics. Say Yuka Sakazaki. Why not? I like that one too. Uh, this is from Jared Luthi. He's the DM for our account at Patreon Dungeons and Dragons show, Cantrips and Clotheslines. Uh, very good show. He's a very good uh, DM. First time, long time. If you were on a uh, island jungle and goblin- goblins had their own federation for wrestling there, what would the fed be called? So this is a island jungle of goblins in your team. What's the federation called, Scotty? It's a fun one. A fun one, but it's also a thinker. Um, of goblins. Yep. Wrestling Federation of Gooblins on a tropical island destination. I will call it. Uh. Uh. Um. Uh. Beached. Ba- uh. Bash. Bash of the bash of the beach wrestling. Easy peasy. Wow, creative. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I was giving you all this time to think. Bash of the beach prop- wrestling. Hmm? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, dude. Um, goblin murder wrestling. Oh, for, be- beautiful. I love it. I love it. 
Uh, this is also from Alex from Last Word on Sports Pro Wrestling. Hey, uh, I hate you, Alex. Uh, with TV... <laughs> I love you, Alex. How dare you ask me to insult... Work around the question asking. Uh, DM Scotty directly. How dare you? With TV money being the main revenue driver for companies now, do you believe Tony Khan should be less conservative with big matches and do more on TV to bump numbers and get a bigger TV deal? So I guess what he's saying is less conservative with big matches for pay-per-views. Uh, and do more on TV to bump up numbers and get a bigger TV deal. I, I mean, I would say, well, you still need to sell the pay-per-views. So you kind of have to still save big matches for the pay-per-views. But if I've learned anything from this last pay-per-view, uh, I would also, I would if I've learned anything for this past pay-per-view es- by sa- estimates, maybe do a couple of bigger matches on your pay-per-view to sell a couple more, uh, <laughs> sell a couple more pay-per-views. Because uh, the pay-per-view buys, Scotty, kind of low, kind of low. Um, Rut-row. Rut-row. Uh, for CM Punk main event, mm, lowest lowest pay-per-view of, the, of his Punk, era. Not a draw. <laughs> not a draw, the guy at the question. So what do you think? Do you think he should be less conservative with pay-per-view matches and do them on TV all the time? Do you like Punk versus Moxley legit on TV? Uh, or do you want to just put that on the pay-per-view? I mean, he's always been very focused on TV, I feel, more than his pay-per-views. I feel like that's always been the case. Um, I think you kind of got to play it right, in a way. Like, you've got to... uh, you got to understand what's big and what's not. Like, I feel like Moxley and Punk definitely lost some steam Mm -hmm. from being used. Yeah. So... So I would try to save, I try to save big world title matches because this is the second straight year in All Out we saw the match before on TV. Yeah, second straight year, um, which they did with Kenny and Christian Cage, of course. Mm-hmm. So, and that was I would that was doing, for I would stop reasons. doing that. I think giving away big matches are okay because most of the big matches you're giving away are for a purpose. Yeah, but don't give away world title. I mean, there's also the idea of putting on bigger matches on Rampage, I think is also a thing. Well, <laughs> that's a funny, the funny one. Which, it's but like to be fair though, Rampage. to be fair though, they're, it looks like they're starting to, they just had a world title match. They had a TV title match next week and they're about to do a bunch of live Rampages like two months in a row, you know? So that's I think true. it's certainly, you know, certainly possible to do uh, some of this stuff. Um, that is true. I don't know. I think they're doing a fine job with it in terms of the split. Uh, you know, I mean, you talk about saving big matches for pay-per-views. There were 15 matches. Not every single one of those were big matches, right? Um, you know, a, a bunch of six-man matches aren't necessarily big matches other than for the title. But um, So I don't know. I think it's like he's doing a mixture of everything, and I think it's working. Now, do you when TV write conversations start coming up again, do you start loading up your TV with more stuff to try to bump that rating? Of course you do. <laughs> of course you do that. You do a world title match. Of course you do that. Um, no, yeah, you just don't use a world title match that you're going to put on pay-per-view two, two days later or two weeks later. 100%. I, I totally agree with that. Because otherwise, I'm like, why am I sitting around to watch your pay-per-view? Yeah, I agree. Uh, this will be the last question of the show here, Scotty. This is again from at six stardom. It'll be very simple and easy to answer. Favorite TV match of the year. 
And I will count did that. You say, did you just say that's very easy to answer? Uh, no, it's not very easy to answer. Well, maybe. Yeah, I guess it is kind of easy to answer. I mean, I'd have to remember every match that I've seen. <laughs> from TV. This will also take in our... I think this will also take up our... AW. I think this will also take up our match of the week sort of conversation here. Yeah, let me just look at AW real quick. That's the easy answer. That's the easy well, answer should right be now. the first TV match I watched this year. Which was Hangman Page versus Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like CM Punk versus MJF more than most people. What are we, which is another big match they gave away, by the way. What of um, what of New Japan do we call TV matches? Are they all non-TV? None. Yeah, are they all not They're not TV. They're on TV. How could they be? I saw um, FTR versus the Young Bucks live. You did. You did. But I didn't see it on TV, so I'm not gonna count it. Dang. Probably Brian Danielson and Daniel Garcia. Ooh, those are pretty good. The uh, the uh, the the long one, the two out of three falls. Yeah, the House of Dragon, House of the Dragon gimmick. Yeah, I think that was or um, Kenny versus Osprey. Uh, the oh. si- the six man tag. Yeah, that is well, clear- clearly we didn't get the single one. <laughs> If we got the sing- if they wasted the singles one on TV, the Alex question would have had much more detail. Uh, for AEW, uh, and I guess you know New Japan's got some five stars, but that was like G1 climaxes and stuff, uh, New Japan Cup or whatever. So it's if we're not AEW if we're not counting that, if we're counting AEW, uh, the top WWE TV came in big time for you. <laughs> yeah, it would be that it would honestly be a tie. It would be the Elite versus uh, United Empire. And then I would also tie that up with Adam Page versus Brian Danielson at the beginning of this year. Um, that 30-minute match uh, in Newark, New Jersey, I thought was phenomenal. Wow. So wow. tied up with those two. But yeah, that's wow. that's what I would say as my current match of TV match of the year. Uh, definitely Great not question. Not match of the year currently. Might might scrape the top 10, but it has to contend with Evil versus Tamatonga. So we'll see how it plays out. Match of the year is Okada versus Osprey. We call that a we call that a callback. You do have a current match of the year right now. It's Okada versus Osprey. Yeah, I think that's probably mine as from well. the G one. By the way, even though the Wrestle Kingdom one's also in my top ten. <laughs> um, uh, my fa- Yeah, I think it's it's going to be a challenge for me between the Briscoes and FTR versus Okada Osprey. I'm going to rewatch every match that I currently have in my top 10 mm-hmm. before the end of the year when I'm scrambling. So I actually have it last year. I was like, Oh, let me watch all these matches that I don't remember. Yeah. I also have from new Japan cup night three Shingo versus Ishii as a five-star match, but wow. I still, but it's the thing of like, I probably rated a five-star match at the time. But months later, I still remember Okada Osprey. I still remember Briscoe's FTR. So they're like five and a quarter in my brain and almost. Mm-hmm. So that that's kind of where they're at right now. Is and That's kind of where five I'm at. And a quarter. I think I'm leaning Briscoe's FTR. Um, but I, I, I have to rewatch it. Yeah, it might need a re- deserves a rewatch. Never rewatched it. Never even thought of rewatching it because it was so good that first time. And I know if I rewatch it, it's not going to be as good. I mean, it might. I mean, it's still pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic like, match. The certain matches that like you rewatch back, you're like, yeah, let's go. And that's always singles matches for me, or like Hangman and Kenny versus the Bucks, I guess. Yeah, 
Actually, no. I think the Lucha Bros and Young Bucks in my top five last year. Yeah, there's some good stuff. Um, but that is it for this week's episode. I'll I'll serve that also as a match of the week for us um, mm. as well. I think that was good. Uh, thank you so much. We have a lot of questions still left over, so sorry if we did not get to all of we'll your questions. For next week. Yeah, I'll save them for next week. I was just about to look at the calendar to see how crazy next week will be. It looks like basically just a lot of previews. So maybe we'll be able to get a squeeze in a couple questions as well next week. Uh, but thank you everybody for joining us for this week's episode of Ring Post Radio. I have been Ryan Knightsey. You can follow me at Twitter at Ryan Knightsey. You can follow Scotty Edwards on Twitter at Scott E Wrestling. That's a letter E there. Uh, you can follow the whole show at Cannot Pod along with all the other shows that we do on the network. Independent Waters, Your Dose of Death, um, uh, How to Talk to Your Friend About Wrestling, uh, Okada Shorts, a New Japan podcast. Um, bunch of stuff. We also have the Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash Cannot Pod. Uh, we get a bunch of extra content uh, like Ryan hasn't seen about. Ryan hasn't seen anything, which is uh, our wrestling watching show, which I believe will have a new... No, wait, no. The uh, D and D is going to be the next show that comes out. Episode four just came out of Ryan hasn't seen anything, uh, and that sh- episode uh, is, and I don't remember off the top of my head, so I'm pulling it up. It was the the America's Most Wanted versus Triple X. That is the TNA Turning Point 2004. That is the the GIF of the Hurricane Rana off the steel cage. It's that match. Uh, and we watched it for the first time ever uh, with each other. And what a match it was. But you can hear our thoughts about it and watch us watching the match on patreon.com forward slash countoutpod. Scotty, do you have anything else to plug? Uh, no. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. You can check out Scotty's uh, Day 13 Stardom article on Fightful.com. I'll plug that since I've dunked you earlier on the show about uh, Miss Tight. Uh, <laughs> that was like seven of them, man. <laughs> there was a couple before we started the show, too. Uh, there's a couple. Uh, it's fine, like you said, one in the morning. Uh, thank you everybody for joining us for this week's episode of Ring Post Radio. We'll be back next week with an all new episode of Ring Post Radio. Until then, goodbye, everybody. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hi guys, this is Lauren. This is Michael. And this is Your Dose of Death Podcast. If you're genuinely curious about the world of deathmatch wrestling, look no further as me and Mike have you covered on all things in the world of deathmatch wrestling, whether it's interviews, show reviews, or everything in between. We have you covered on all things deathmatch wrestling, whether it's past, present, or future. And you're probably wondering where you can go support us. You can find Your Dose of Death podcast on all major podcast platforms, especially along with the Count Out Network of Podcasts. And also, you can support us on the Count Out Patreon as we have exclusive content only on the Patreon for all of our listeners. We hope that you go listen to Your Dose of Death podcast very soon. See you at the show. This has been a Countout Podcast.